Welcome. Welcome again. And hello to all that will listen or catch the replay of this stream. Um, as you know, on the chat room, you'll see the information needed. If you're so inclined, please like the stream and also share it if you so please do. Um, this is now season three of Chaos Rain channel. I am Chaos Rain here. It, this is now, I will say, roughly two years now since doing content on YouTube. Um, one thing I've noticed and I've learned for the few years doing this, that this is not no easy thing doing content on video podcast that we call YouTube. Um, I think the journey is still a journey nonetheless to find and to stick my niche or my niche into this. But I welcome the challenge nonetheless. And like many of y'all, y'all are here for the journey as well. Um, there are many new things that I'm going to plan to bring out on Chaos Rain of this year. Uh, one of few focus is I'm probably going to mix up a little bit. I might get a little bit more X-rated. And I might still do the uploads of other shows I've done on another stream on here. And the days that is going to be marked now is because I'm catching up right now because of what happened last year. The new, the new streams that I do on our platform will be uploaded and sent out on a Friday evening. All the other ones that I'm backing up, I probably will do that and send any other material that you might not caught that I've done in 2020. That will be present on Monday evenings, I believe. So that is pretty much the rundown of chaos reign for now and one thing i am going to probably do is i'm going to have a female on my side depending how this goes so you're going to see uh a woman by my side and we're going to talk about certain subjects uh, i think that the goal here move forward on this channel is i'm going to be a little bit more diverse a little bit um if any woman wants to you know partner pair with me on Chaos Rain, I'm willing to hear and have you aboard. You know, we do content together, you know. So this is the call for any woman that is interested. You know, if you want more information, please leave a comment on this video. I will send you the email personally. Um my email so we could chat up. Um, also season two is now going to be soon available on Anchor Podcasts. I'm just now going to synthesize all the recent shows on here, and now I'm going to start importing Season 2 on Anchor. So for those that are not familiar with just the video 
some partial videos on this channel, you'll catch all of season two on Anchor as well. So for those don't know or have not known, I have content not only on here, but also on audio podcasts as well. So I'm pretty much spreading out as you can see it move forward. Um, and it's a good thing. I think this is going to be the direction I already taken and for anybody else, they should take this direction as well. Um, right now with YouTube, as we see, we don't know what's the certainty of this for many consecrators. I feel there's not going to be a mass exodus right now, but I think they're going to push out the average consecrator off of here. And people are going to find other outlets to put out their content. Um, the Those that survive are going to probably have that base audience. And those that's just trying to get their feet wet or are so-called struggling. Because all of us, you know, because we don't all have over 100K more subscribers on YouTube. So under 100K, you are a struggle channel. Regardless how people view that some people might have 50, 60, 80. If you're not touching that 100K threshold, in my mind, this is me now, YouTube doesn't really recognize and don't respect that. Sorry to tell y'all people. You think that you have anything less than 100K that they're looking at that, they're not. You're sadly mistaken. If you look at the average person to do content on YouTube, you look at this regular channels, most people are pushing 100Ks to a million subs with so many watch time. So if you're starting this journey, you got a long way to go. So you know right now. And so that will be the layout for 2021. Um, so what I'm going to do now, go and bring my friend and my partner crying. And one thing I will might start doing, depending if there are more people on here commenting or watching regular live streams, I will start modding people up. Uh, but you have to ask if you want to be mod. I will look over and I'll keep it in consideration. Depending how often you're on this channel, because I don't really broadcast live on this channel like I like I did last year. I have to see how more dedicated you are to Chaos Rain channel before I'm considering giving you a tool or what they call it, the wrench. <clears throat> so let me put the word out. Let me see what's going on. I'm just checking this chat room now. I'm just checking my messages right now. Yeah, this is some weirdness. Okay. Before I begin. I don't see nothing right now, so. It's a lot of activity going on today. But anywho, as y'all know, what's going on right now. Because I have certain things on my mind, but 
it seemed to me something's going on here in America, particularly in Washington, D.C. A lot of unusual activity. Now, I'm probably going to, let me see if I can share this for y'all to look at. And this is going to be a brief share. I ain't going to play the sound because y'all can read it for yourself. As you can tell right here. This is what's going on right now. You see this? Now, the reason why I'm not playing audio because there are reasons. But it seemed to me now because a lot of people are engaged in very much violent activities because we have a new president from what I'm viewing right now that a lot of non-black people are very much frustrated. A lot of Caucasian men and women, particularly men, are up there storming to hope that this great administration, this democracy, which I, I think, and doubtly, this is considered a republic, but I digress, are out here now trying to fight, scramble, and have this system overtake and overrule their decision that last time I checked, the American people have put, have people have made the decision, put Mr. Biden and Harris, Ms. Harris, office. So it seemed to me that these caucasoids are not happy at all, especially men. And they they got taken to violent or what they call mercenary acts to get their way. But anyway, let me bring up my one half of the main man of the great liberator himself, Mary Brown. What's good, Mary? Uh, what's good, man? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Mary. I noticed there's a lot of activity today that just this. Mm -hmm. Happen a lot of abruption, a lot of ruckus, a lot of chaos, real chaos. Now, as you know, I <laughs> name Chaos Rain, and you know, I have not said it's gonna be very chaotic on my channel. That might change this season, we shall see. But nonetheless, we find that the American people, Caucasians, males and females, mm -hmm. especially the males, are very much in their feelings that now they have to take on to the streets and go as far as go in violent means to have this nation that they said is great to overturn and keep the one they named Donald J. Trump in office for another four years. And here's right. the funny thing all this. Why hasn't Donald Trump have come in, in public right now telling people to calm down? That's the question we should be asking. Well, he, mm. he, he, did, issue a, he did issue a tweet, you know, calling for you know, calling for um, it's not gonna work, bub. This is hold on. This is not gonna work. This is this is a uh, an, uh iPhone charger. I want the other one, the, the long one that we use for the laptop. Yeah, but like I was saying, mm -hmm. um, he he did call for you know a calm and, and peace and civility. You know, uh, a but tweet. a tweet. People out there working yeah. in the um the state the capital. I, let me show y'all what's going on. Oh, well, this was already filmed ready. 
Um, I'm only gonna share this briefly so y'all can see this. <laughs> and while people waiting, and please, if you're so kind, like these mm. videos and that stuff, let me show you a little highlight. Y'all see this? Oh, not bad. Let me make it bigger. Hold on. Where's my? Uh, where is it? Can I make this bigger? I don't know if I could. Got to get it. <laughs> they barge right in. That's it. From what y'all seen, they barge right in there. They already broke down the barricades. They're running and rushing in there. Now, mind you, the police ain't going to do nothing right now because the camera's on them. But wait until the lights are turned off. Turn off the lights and let's get closer. You're going to see them guns come out. You're going to see them baton come out. You're going to see that tear gas that extra viper spray, what they call pepper spray, in your face. Right. But like I said, black people, as you know, you know, they're not really getting to that. I don't see much black people. Then. They're smart, you know, to a degree. But like you said earlier, um, Amiri, when white people want to get their way, they know what to do to get a reaction. Negroes, scared like flies. They're going to sit Comfortably, and it really reveals if they're really if like what you told me before about these labels black people want to comp sell. I see you're not really conservative, you're not this and that because you right. have things, and it's obvious you know, most of our people are not going to want to do what it takes, you know, to get actual change, regardless if you don't have the numbers or not. These Caucasian males they know what it is and time it is, unfortunately. And from what we mm -hmm. see, they don't take the same aggressive manner like they'll do to non-white people. I saw a picture of a BML, Black Lives Matter, I think that's what they call it, when they were mm -hmm. doing the protest. You see them suited, booted up. But when it comes to these people, oh, no, you don't see that. That's they're, they're because dealing, that's they're because they're dealing with the, the National Guard and the military, nonetheless, but they're not going to display that. But no, see what it is is yeah. the reason why they get a different response than what than what BLM gets because let's again let's make the distinction BLM is not synonymous mm -hmm. with black people even okay. though it has you know black in its in its title as mm -hmm. its moniker but it's not synonymous with black people most of the riders at those BLM protests are white people these are white liberals and Antifa and other uh, left leaning groups. Uh, the reason why uh, right wing um, ex radicals or extremists or these Trump supporters 
get the response that they get from the police is because of the, the, the threat or the specter of mutually assured destruction is a powerful tool for controlling, for control, even controlling those in power. You see what I'm saying? Like they know that these people are much more well armed and organized Mm-hmm. And ready to die for what they're saying, as opposed to 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 the left and this liberal coalition that uses and misappropriates Dr. Dr. King's nonviolent resistance strategy. You see what I'm saying? Like they know they know if they bust their gun, those those folks are going to bust their gun. So, yeah, you're going to you're going to take some of them out, but you're going to lose some, too. So the yeah. threat of the threat of mutually assured destruction is 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 why they're much they're much much less um, likely to to respond to those people with violence because they're armed and they're ready to shoot their arms and they train to shoot their arms. Niggas, uh, black folks, what we do is we so long as we can have nigger trinkets, so long as we can floss and stunt, so long mm-hmm. as we can. Look, make ourselves appear larger than life on social media, and 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 engage in in coitus and have pleasure and sex. We don't care. We 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 don't care about nothing else. See, there's a difference. See, there's an entire difference when you start talking about the value system. The value system between uh, black folks and white folks, particularly white men and black men. See, they've been training for this for a long time, and the government knows that. The government knows that. Like, if you look and you watch any footage of uh, the, the, for for example, the the massacre in Tiananmen Square in China. Whenever mm-hmm. you see military, the government use military to to stump and stamp out dissidents. It's oftentimes when those dissidents are unarmed. You'll see a dissident throwing a rock at somebody who got a goddamn tank or a bazooka. So that's why they that's why they respond the way they respond. But if those dissidents are armed. Then you don't you no longer have a protest, you have an insurrection. And that's what you saw in Iraq and Afghanistan. People that uh, dissidents, once they become organized and and, and and funded and have and have and have uh armament, they're no longer dissidents. Now they're insurrectionists. Now you have a real problem on your hand. Now you have a long protracted struggle, which is what revolution is supposed to be. So that's why they get the response they get. It's not because they're white. This government will step like the government will stamp them out too if they come down to it. They will. They did it with the Clive and Bundy gang when they they killed some of the Clive and Bundy gang. Now they didn't do it when they had to stand off with them. They got them later. But they what? But when they know that these white boys got these guns and they know how to shoot their guns and they will shoot their guns, they're they're going to be less less likely to take an aggressive posture because they know that you're looking at the specter of mutually assured destruction mm-hmm. you're looking at the specter of absolute war or total war which is something that the country cannot afford yeah so it's yeah. not it's not really white supremacy or white privilege this is the psychological impediments that exist in the negro mind so he in order to assuage himself from his own cowardice and his own ineptitude and his own inaction mm-hmm. that's really what it is mm-hmm. now am i advocating advocating for violence? No, what I'm advocating for is for in any means 
by any means necessary mentality. And that's the type of mentality you see those Trump supporters at the Capitol displaying right now. See, because whether we want to acknowledge it or not, this the country, the country is no longer yours. You're no longer dealing with the government that is of, for, and by the people. You're dealing with the government that has been co-opted mm-hmm. by the international banking cartel and by globalists and Global. capitalists. Even the big head people, small family that organize. Yeah, that's what you see the white people responding to. This is what you see. See, we want to just make it like it's it's just white supremacy. And as I've ex- explained or tried to explain to niggas, white supremacy is not the only evil out there. It's not the greatest evil out there. That's mm-hmm. why I disagree with some of the, the the venerated scholars that we venerate from that time when they were doing what they were doing, when they were saying what they were saying, that was a different time. They didn't have, they weren't privy to the information that we're privy to now. You're moving toward globalism, multiculturalism, uh, multi-ethnic societies and diversity and these other things. But the larger point is, is that uh, the, the control will still rest in the, in the hand of a small few, the oligarchs and exactly. the plutocrats. That's exactly. the real issue. That's the real. That's the real threat, and that's what you see. Why people having a visceral reaction to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. white supremacy was always just a psych was a psyop against them. They created white identity to control European settlers. They didn't create whiteness to control you and I. They created it to control them. Yeah, and right. so now with the reality of that waning. And you and they're finding out that the psychological wage of white supremacy was as fiat as the currency. Now, now it's all shit now. See, this is what happened even under Reagan when Reagan uh, basically redistributed the wealth back to the top one percent with his voodoo economic model, trickle down economics, which we know doesn't work. So now you're, you're living in a climate now where now the middle class is shrinking. And the middle class subsists off of credit, and the dollar isn't worth the paper that it's printed on. Uh, some, some even, even, even posit that the gold in Fort Knox is no, is no longer in Fort Knox. You don't have a currency that's backed up by the weight of anything other than the military might of American uh, uh, imperialism, which in and of itself is losing ground to Russia and China. Yeah. Yes. So there's a whole whole other host of issues here that you have to take into consideration. There are other evils out there besides white supremacy. Mm, I see. And we I don't see. acknowledge that. We think everything is just is, is white supremacy. It's not. It's deeper than that. Mm. It's and, deeper than that. And the funny thing, because people understand that for a small set of families that and I tell people what good books look at. Um, I think the rich and super rich. I, I gotta find him a book. But there's a lot of information if people are not aware of what we're talking about. This information is old. This is not new information. You know, as you know from mm-hmm. what we see, how America is now fully crumbling. This is a result of really white male um, losing his shit. You know. Yeah. And yeah. before we continue, let me open up. We have Cerulean Gray here. What's good, Cerulean? What's up, Cerulean? Hey, what's good, brothers? That's good. What's going on? You know, Cerulean, I had to snatch you up some way other because we I heard certain people talk about, but I want some real actual men. We sit down and we really look at this in its entirety of what we're witnessing. 
that something we could learn from this as black men, unfortunately. A lot of black men don't want to hear that. You know, it's been, what, two years now since I talked about um, how white society is imploding on itself and acting yes. like cornered animals. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, I, I did the um, Decline and Fall of American Empire by Robert Murray. Um, Great American Trick Bag series. I've talked at nauseum about foreign aid and how it's welfare. Um, and how the most dangerous type of welfare is corporate welfare. <clears throat> and how the most dangerous entity in the United States is a uh, rural southern white man with a gun in one hand and a Bible in the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whose benefits just got cut off. Right, yeah, and uh, yeah, reality got to kick in now. You got to compete like everybody else. Exactly. While, while, while on one side, um, you have you know the Black Lives Matter movement, which we've always known as a shell game, um, mm -hmm. but the sentiment behind it is every bit as much valid as it would have been 150 years ago. Um, you have this rise of public shaming uh, by telling black folk you should stop acting like victims that uh, you know one of the ways to try to neutralize the institutional racism argument is by referring to it as a SJW while you look at um, everything that the so-called far-right conservatives have been fighting for is nothing short of social justice warriors. Everything that has happened in the red pill community is nothing short of social justice. But you'll never hear them refer to that as uh, SJW. Everything that what, is, what does SJW mean? What does that mean? Uh, social justice warrior. Oh, okay. It's the way they it's the new way they try to neutralize the race argument because you have to right. be more abstract, you know, and that's the new abstraction. Right. Instead, instead of just, you know, saying nigger, 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 now you're getting so abstract or you just say social justice warrior. See, that's the that's the new abstraction. But they'll never refer to themselves as social justice warriors, even though that's what far-right conservatives uh, real technically are. When you're talking about uh, limited government, when you're talking about free trade, as we know in America, there is no free trade. Um, if there were free trade, governments wouldn't bail out corporations. They would just let them fall flat on their faces because that determines that the market has decided. A government wouldn't be borrowing money against its own taxpayer to prop up corporations that do bad business. Wouldn't prop up corporations to give them uh, you know, corporate welfare in the form of tax breaks, tax subsidies, or just all out borrowed money. No one finds it interesting that the small business owner has to keep their doors closed, but the major corporations are allowed to keep theirs open. 
um, this is a way to wipe out competition. Now, if it was truly free market principles being employed here, you would just let the market decide. But in a in a pandemic such as COVID-19, undoubtedly people will have a tendency to stick with their uh, community-based um, shopping sources as opposed to, say, a Walmart, which is why you see Walmart having the tremendous loss of revenue. And furthermore, the trade war with China did it no favors. And so we're having this uh, this this massive shift where you have a sore loser. It'll be president for four years. Uh, rile up the far right white extremist block. Tells them to stand back and stand by. <laughs> and now you see what for. I mean, you, you have you have a guy that mobilized the United States military on domestic soil whenever a black man is unjustifiably murdered in cold blood in front of the world. And the justifiable rage that was paid in kind to the various cities and even countries. He, he got it in his mind to deploy the United States military. The United States military is sworn to protect the Constitution. Not the president, not the White House, but the Constitution. And what I mean by Constitution, that means the rights of individuals within American society that are protected by these constitutionally granted rights. It's not there to protect individual servants of the state, such as presidents or senators. But nonetheless, he unilaterally made the decision to deploy these people on American soil. Called for a massive National Guard movement to quell the justifiable rage of American society. Because you have to remember the reaction to George Floyd, that was not one that was exclusively of black folk, even though justifiably it was our, 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 our community that was most greatly affected. And yet, this sore loser loses the election. <laughs> and he uses his celebrity status as a former president on his way out to orchestrate a coup d'etat on American soil, and yet he has not been arrested. Yep. Correct. And, uh, sorry, for, what, for, for, for what, according to the Constitution, yeah. would be considered treason, high treason. Cerulean. In fact, the Demo Democrats did the same thing. Democrats did the same thing, though. With that, they, 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 from the very beginning, they, 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 they attempted to characterize Trump's election as as illegitimate. From the very beginning, so what's good for the goose is good for the gander. 
And this, now, is, this is just where American politics are at this point in time. Like everybody's a solution. They're both solutions. Democrats be the Democrats being the being the politically correct soft bodies that they are. Mm. Not say the coup on the White House because <laughs> they're scared. <laughs> well, that, this is one thing that I, I have to say that I have to respect white people for. They are fully willing to sacrifice for everything that they believe in. Correct. Yep. I, I agree with this too. Exactly. Commit, see, not, when, I, when I see it, I, you, you just have to respect it. And it, it. It's what I envision for black folk because the way that they're acting is actually the way that we used to act towards this country. Mm-hmm. It's the Man. way that we have historically mobilized against this country whenever there's a wrongdoing to our community. Somewhere post civil rights that got lost in in you know in the whirlwind of political correctness. Yeah. Yeah. Softer and kinder and nonviolent. Yeah. And what yeah. it has done, it has willed us into a this 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 absolute state of perpetual helplessness where is defang the negro is defang the negro to such extent to where uh instead of covering this uh here here we are you know <laughs> barely out of the first week of january mm-hmm. and you still, you still have the derelict negro mail Run around here with nothing better to talk about than a bitch that didn't choose him. It's the comfortability, man. It's the, they're comfortable. You see, that's how you make a slave of slaves. You make them comfortable. And these niggas is comfortable. And you know what's so funny is that sometimes I think people think I'd be saying things just for effect. You know, it was four years ago that I said that black black people especially black men in this country right now are suffering the second hand smoke of the white man's legion. Yeah. And then you look at how apathetic this Negro is to his own plight. He'll still, he'll go, he'll run around here misquoting, taking Dr. Tommy Curry's work out of context all day. Don't understand it. Just so he can be right about wanting to shit on this black woman. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. his very demographic is still getting murdered with impunity in the streets. You still you got Negroes running around here in a very suspicious manner mm-hmm. telling you that that the way to a woman's heart is by putting on some flashy P. Diddy suit from the 90s. <laughs> take that, take that, take that, take that, uh, take that. And, 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 telling, and telling women that uh, they're going to die alone. And, 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 and not to not to mention rejecting the very fundamentals of manhood, which is based on protection of women and children. There's no version of manhood that exists outside of that. Like that's the best of, you know, it's so funny because people have accused me of being a flip flopper. Right. Uh, but a man's role 
was one of my entry videos in the YouTube. Was that the first one? A Man's Role. It was actually the third video that I did. Okay. Yeah. 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 For those who are not familiar, yeah, you had to go to Cerulean Gray's channel for those who's listening, um, the Gray Regime, to find out more about those videos. But continue, Cerulean. I've, I've, I've been more than consistent. You know, and that's why, you know, at the end of last year, it took such a long hiatus. I was even contemplating even coming back because at this point, you know, just like I said, you know, my end of the year review is that eventually we got to get back to the business at hand. And I wouldn't I would not call on people to to do things that's going to continue to weigh down their boat. Eventually, you're going to have to, you know, cut the dead weight. And go and, and protect you and yours, hunker down with you and yours. Um, the videos are up. You know, I came into it knowing full well that the videos that I was making were not really for that day or that that time, but for a time whenever shit starts getting really bad and people start looking for actual solutions and not looking for you know, the broad who didn't give him a pony in high school to accept him. Um, um. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great American Trick Bag Series. You know, we, 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 we've defeated every single argument that has been put forth, whether it's by the far-right extreme, whether it's by the red pillars, whether it's by the so-called conservatives, whether it's the ABLs who's who's who openly admitted that his uh, grandmama busted it wide open for turkeys and toys, um, it, it, every argument has been defeated. And yet, when I look into the space, just just being motivated by the prospect of being able to shit on women, specifically black women, um, to, to put these bitches in their place. Of still, you know, resurrecting those old talking points. Now, yeah, it don't it don't matter how much you defeat they 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 point to Ruin, you know, because they don't plan on doing nothing anyway. Like it, 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 what you're saying doesn't have to be accurate when you don't plan on applying it. You know well, what I'm saying? That way it requires work, and, and and because men men throughout history are the only ones who have, who have ever set down the foundations of society. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because men throughout history are the only ones who's ever laid the foundations of vision for for community and, and civilization. Mm-hmm. And you 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 you're telling you you know you, you you got a one guy over here telling you uh, you're you're a high value man if you make six figures. Well, who uh, decided who decided what six figures was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because last time I checked, the American banking system, otherwise known as Bread and Woods, aka the U.S. dollar, is on the decline. Yep. yep. You've heard me talk. You've heard me talk about how what you're what you're going to see in the future is massive mergers of major corporations. You just had two major airlines about to merge. You got banks. You got banks on the verge of merging. Yeah. Yet again, another major merge. What does this do? This that, redistributes the wealth. And not only mm-hmm. that, strength, but with the merger, that means now you see one nation slowly merging very quickly now. 
So they what they do now with all these small businesses that they intentionally cripple it and collapse them. Because they know we want the money to be consolidated into one area. Well, we can't COVID-19, the way that they're they're operating American economy under COVID-19, they're they're treating the American economy like a banana republic. Okay. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be down to you know literally selling selling pieces of skin mm -hmm. to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where America's at. I mean, yeah. What do you think it is whenever they borrow money from the Fed? That's credit. Mm -hmm. What happens when that debt comes due? Who has to pay it? You, you and I. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you have all these different competing competing philosophies and ideologies that's not um, that's not based on the reality that you're laying out. So you, so at various segments of of these these spheres of conversation, you have to attempt to try and debunk the bullshit so you can get down to brass tacks and get something done. You see what I'm saying? Because even like even in what you just talked about with that, like how we owe the debt, you have to have to get some of these pro blacks to see why they have a vested interest in what's going on in America. <laughs> like you can't afford to be apathetic because whether you want to believe it or not, when they come for that debt, they come if they come into you too. They're not just gonna go to them crack them white folks. They come into you too. It's not even it's, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not even the pro blacks. You know, it, mm -hmm. it, well, it, what it is is that these these other groups that have been avoiding pro blackness, they don't want it. You know, to them, pro-blackness is uh, this 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 scourge that needs to be wiped out. You know, the right. black is the true black conservative. I want my community black. I want the money that I that I spend to go to black business. I want the 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 people in my community to look like me. I want my children to look like me. That that that's the true black conservative, not the yeah. one that, that puts a foreign group of women up on a pedestal basically saying that what this competing group of men are able to produce as far as women is better than what you're able able to produce so right like is your you want to integrate into another man's uh society where you're go you're literally going to be taking the submissive role in whatever mm -hmm. relationship because just because she's sleeping with you doesn't mean that she stops being a part of her community exactly right yeah, but you know what though? Like even what you just said, you you can't be a black conservative if, if you're not trying to conserve blackness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, Amiri, the question you asked, what are these dudes are conserving? Okay, here's where you loosely and they're not conserving not a goddamn fucking thing. Well, they, what they what they what they're attempting to preserve and conserve is, is white male hegemony and, 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 and patriarchy. And and that's that's like that's the that's the very premise for for, for the red pill movement, right? Like, didn't it start well, yeah, with white men and they, they picked it up? Is that is that these these guys? It, it just goes to show you how how uh, low self esteem uh, the Negro has become, because he's he's moving based off of an illusion that America has sold them about what white male hegemony looks like. That's true. When they ask that earlier today, doesn't really possess any of of the traits of the imagery that is being proposed. You know, the average white male is is, is not uh, able to 
change his own reality, let alone anyone else's, which is why you see what you see happening in Washington. Yep. What are what what why are these people raiding the White House? Because these are white people who are incapable of changing their own reality. So they use the one weapon that they know. And it's violence, destruction, chaos. Yeah. The things yeah. that they, they did to really take hold of this country centuries ago. And so in essence, what you have with the with the Negro red pillar is he's chasing the myth of white manhood. Hey, yep, and it's 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 a it's a myth. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's a myth. You know, the and, and, and 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 they'll and they'll buy into that myth and, and repackage it and peddle it even while they exist in a system that makes sure they can't live up to it. That sees them like you like you mentioned, Dr. Tommy Curry is the man not. That, that that myth of white manhood sees them inherently as lesser men. Inherently. Like the same way, the same way they think that that sisters are sisters' place is beneath them. Uh, this the, the, the what, white society believes that your white men, white male, white male power believes that your place is beneath them. The exact same way. The exact same way. It's the exact same thing. It's just filtered through race. And then like and you you like they'll they'll they only reason why they they'll cleave to certain points of, of Dr. Tommy Curry is because they understand his advocacy for uh for um you know for black men, but even his av advocacy in, in, in black men is still steeped in the construct of gender that uh that gender studies and academia exist in. So, so if, if, if his points are valid, then on, on a certain level, the things that women have asserted about what white male power has, has meant to them is valid. But they don't want to acknowledge that. And this is why you have this, this uh, inversion in gender war that you have in black society, because you're operating at, as a proxy for white male power and for white institutions and for white money. You haven't, you haven't laid those things out for yourselves as men. And that's what I told them. You haven't. And yet, you know, he would get it in his mind to to criticize the, you know, the black woman of all people um, who, who really uh, is under a, a deeper, you know, a, a more strenuous burden. Because whenever you're talking about fatherless homes, you're talking about leaderless families. And you're 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 expecting them to basically do your job that, for the most part, you you've abandoned. Right. You know you're 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 advocating against taking responsibility for your community. Uh, no other group of men do that. White men, white white men have done it, and those are the lower, the lower, uh, you know, economic strata white men. Right. You know the ones that they they they've been working all of their lives to be able to, you know, take part in the the the, the great American trick bag, which is the white male hegemony. I, I want to get my I want to work hard to get my right to be better than the best Negro, you know. Exactly. And, and because they never, you know, got that opportunity, as as they're watching uh, their white women. Uh, basically flout, you know flout around with every other group of men uh, that does something to, to, to the psyche 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> that white male fragility is is something else, and his own insecurity and in the fact that you know his you know you have men out here who can please please a woman better than he can. That's always been a powerful uh, um, Still, motivator for 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 his micro and macro aggressions. Always has been, and, and even still. The, the Negro male hasn't learned even when we're crossing the boundaries of race with uh, other races of women, he still hasn't learned how to how to walk in the dominant position. Mm-hmm. As we as we yeah. continue to see over and over again, uh, when he when he goes outside of race, even even whenever he goes to some uh, you know dirty foot country, he takes a submissive role. You know, the proper way to to employ um, uh, the proper way to employ, uh, you know, race in sex politics is is to always uh, give the semblance that 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 the other race is lower than your group of women or men. Indeed. You see, and uh, that 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 seems to. Uh, be lost on on most Negro males that uh, you know advocate to you know let's go across let's go across the world to go get you know some bitch from a foreign land <laughs> even though she's you know been laid down by about thirty thousand different uh, you know incoming sex tourists to go over there and, and then. You know, wipe that up. Not even wipe that up. Just they go over there and treat that better than the than than the, the group that I come from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spend their money with it, right? You know, spend their time with it. Won't 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 marry, right? Won't marry it, even mm-hmm. though for a good. You know, 20, 25 years, um, immigration has, you know, gone up a great deal just by the, uh, you know, the low self-esteem of the Negro because uh, this woman in a foreign country isn't in a impoverished state. And even as a Negro in America, you're living a little bit above her. So she latches her, her wagon to you. Right, you bring her to the United States. You bring her to the United States, and now she's you know treating you worse than uh, your own group of women. You know the ones that, that you complain about is that they're, they're, that there's they're, they're so they're so man you know manly and masculine and they're not submissive. Mm-hmm. Yada 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 yada. Yeah, yeah. We 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 do have to shift, you know, shift the the culture, and I think the the conversation that was always my, you know, my vision for what I was for what I was coming with and talking about. Um, because I because even with everything you said, I do agree. I like I told you, I always agree with what you were saying. I just knew it would be a hard sell, um, because of you know just where we are and how polarized we are as a community. 
um, and how how you know we're so sectioned off from from one another. Um, but there is there is some there is some meat on the bone with with some of the things that the you know that that brothers in the red pill sphere talk about. But the thing I don't like when they talk about these issues that that anything that comes up in that in that conversation, it's automatically uh, some type of pathology or indicative of black people or black women in the aggregate. But if we want to talk about the reality of black men in the aggregate, now all of a sudden you're an individual. Well, you're better than those niggas. That's not you. That's, well, the yeah. that's what down. That's what I don't like. It well, then intellectually dishonest. Well, I'm just wait, waiting for him to uh, blame the storming of the White House on the black woman. <laughs> Bro, that, I swear, if any Negro says that, I'm done. Well, uh, Why these white people to, to, to storm the White House? Because this black woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to what I was telling, like what I was saying earlier too about when when you have no intention on on applying what you're saying in the real world in a practical way, it, it, you don't have to worry about the accuracy of the information. The reason why I, was, why I would say what I would say in the beginning is not because I, I never understood the rough deal brothers could get or how it is dealing with, with, with sisters, how sisters can be, but it's because the, the, in, in, in everyday life, the reality is I just can't I just can't blame my my problems or things that come up or things that arise or things that that happen in the household on my on my wife, even if even if it is her fault. I don't have like I don't have the luxury to sit there and and, and talk about that or dwell on that. I have to find a solution. I have to find a way. I have to make ends meet. I have to maintain the household. And that's what I was telling them about the white man's burden. See that that's the that's the burden of responsibility. See, in a lot of ways, and this this can come off a, you know, uh, you know, a certain type of way. But in a lot of ways, uh, brothers are very privileged because they haven't had the responsibility of actually leading anything or running anything well, or looked, being responsible for anything. You looked at it. Both most white men, well, most white men, have been riding the wave of what their ancestors did, but don't. Right. Responsibility for any of the things their ancestors did. That's true too. Now you have the, the, the you, now you have the, the Negro postmodern Negro. Mm -hmm. he, he he wants to take credit for everything that our ancestors did. Mm -hmm. Don't want to take mm -hmm. the same responsibilities our ancestors took to get us here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You say you look you when you. When you really look at the civil rights era, mm -hmm. you look you're looking at something that was wholly influenced and inspired by the need to break our women away from an oppressive system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Women, like women, are. I remember I told that to, to Ramil. Women, women are merely proxies of power in, in, in a patriarchal in a patriarchal setting because the, the 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 worth of men and how you judge manhood is by its maintenance of women and children. So, so they don't necessarily. And see, this is this is how, uh, uh, in, on in a certain way, on certain levels, 
uh, black men can be inoculated from certain realities that sisters have to deal with, the sisters have to live with, like how sisters would be targeted for rape, for example. See, they see they know and they have a system that oppresses you. But a, but if, if, these, if a white boy want to do something to you on a interpersonal level, a one on one level or one on one setting, you know, he has to deal with the specter of getting his ass whooped. See, sisters don't have that because they're not as physically imposing. They're not as physically physically imposing as, as black men. So this is what they would do. They would use rape as a as a tool of of uh, social subordination and oppression. So we'll so we'll rape your women and you can't do anything about it. And I remember I, I remember even when I was debunking Cynthia G when she was trying to say that the sent the what the, the civil rights movement was about black men having access to white women when one of the key components of the civil rights movement was to get was to get these rapist white men up off of sisters because they would rape them and they would have no legal recourse. That was one of the key components of the civil rights movement. But we'll never hear hear about that. And see, this is what happens when you have individuals who don't have the breadth of knowledge to, to understand to understand these these types of intricacies speaking authoritatively in an echo chamber in a vacuum saying these things that they're saying that don't lead to any type of resolution or at one minute between black men and women but only serve to further divide black men and women and that's why at a certain point i had to distance myself from her when she would say things like that because it's fundament, fundamentally, factually not true. It's inaccurate to say that or to get sisters today to believe that. But you got to understand. It, oh, let me say this. Anything for any talking point, any man and woman, especially what happened back in the civil rights era, is used now as a means of income. You get me? We mm -hmm. never lived that era. But we know why our people participate even to the point the system had to make it this i want you to I want you yeah. to think about how okay. how asinine and backwards even that is okay you have suspicious samuels running around okay. telling people that a high value man is based on the <laughs> wait 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 hold, hold on hold on <laughs> what you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm gonna say the other thing. We're just gonna say you're suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least you're being nice. I ain't, I ain't gonna argue with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like I said, this is Negro. You know, run around telling, telling, you know, brothers that. Being a high value man is hinged on your income. Right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if that if if you're gonna say that, then we gotta say that there is no six figure nigga that's a high value negro. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the because that would mean the true high value negro is, is the one who determines to get six figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right, you're right. You're right. You know, <clears throat> that's the, 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 the down, you know, that you know, that's the downside to you know this this new age Negro, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it says a lot of suspicious things. 
Yeah, we suffer from suffer. We suffer from affluenza because because we live in a society that is that is teeming with the with um, overall affluence. We we buy into that affluence by osmosis, even while we're the we're the least affluent group. I, I posted that today on Facebook, uh, talking about the the, the the income gap, how uh, black men have yet to reach parity with with white men. Yet you hear no discussions on any form of social media in a serious way of tackling that reality. But and this is why this is uh, even with the even with the child support thing. See, child support becomes the reason why you got a problem with paying eighty dollars a week is because you're bringing home four fifty a week. And the reason why you bring it at home is because you're not getting paid for what you're doing. You know, you don't get paid the same, the same level of income for the same work that you're doing as white men. That's why. That is because they're licks in the space. This was like niggas can have it, and I'm at the point like niggas get exactly what the fuck they deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, while here, you've complained about everything from child support now my my thing with child support is is it oppressive yes but nigga don't worry right. about don't cry about motherfucking spoiled milk after the responsibility is comes due yeah man, you gotta man up you gotta man up right you know i don't you know i don't give a fuck what kind of attitude your baby mama giving you Yada yada yada. I really don't give a fuck. I can't relate. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is because if you really felt so strongly, you shouldn't have fucked her. Because mm-hmm. last time I checked, you were the initiator. That if that yep. sperm didn't go in her, she wouldn't be having your baby. Yeah. But, you know, is I would say the same thing about um you know what what they say about the drug dealers just because the drugs get put in the hood don't mean you gotta sell them well just yep. the pussy falling the lot you gotta fuck yeah there you go you 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 can control whether a woman get pregnant man you can control that now see they see they think that's that's being a simp or whatever or whatever you want to have it that's just logic and common sense and reason if, if 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 i can't trust you with your with your seed why should i be able to trust you with with the finances of our community or whatever the case is. Can you can you handle that type of responsibility? You see what I'm saying? Like like and that's the, and that was always my argument, my argument with that. Like you putting yourself in that. Like even if you talk about the gynocracy, the gynocracy cannot exist and subsist without the participation and endorsement of men. Period. If you really look at the gynocracy of the time, uh the thing that they call gynocracy, are there some gynocratic elements to American society? Yes, if you're a lower socioeconomic strata. See, these Negroes tell on themselves all the time. They're telling you that they make six figures, but they're telling you they live in a gynocracy. Gynocracy only affects lower socioeconomic strata. Mm. <laughs> yep, I said that too, yep. It's a, That's it's true. A, it's a fact. Like, and if you're going to really talk about gynocracy, you, you, you have to address the white gynocracy, which is a proxy power of white male he- hegemony. Mm-hmm. Because last time I checked, it's still 80% white women that were the teachers in this, this, this fucking country. Yeah. 
the last time I checked, it was 86% of the HR executives were white women. So who 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 determines whether you get hired or fired at a company? The chance that there's some white woman in HR that's throwing your damn resume in the trash. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she's making room for a white male, especially if you're a person that works in tech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, and we're going we're going again, and if we really want to get you know, philosophical with the gynocracy argument. Gynocracies are created by weak men. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, what happens is a, is a decline in male leadership. And so uh, just by de facto, um, you know, de facto responsibility to pick up mm-hmm. that flag falls on the women. And if they fall short, well, it's be it's if they fall short, it's simply because, well, if you're not doing your motherfucking job, everybody can't just sit up and not do their fucking job. Right. Okay. Before you continue, I let somebody up. Who's this? Hey, what's good? I ain't want to change. That's constructive. I had sent him the link, Cal. That's constructive. Yeah, constructive. You want to fix the stream a little bit so I can recognize you. Continue, Cerulean. Well, that's the and so you, you can't fault a woman for not being able to do your damn job because that is your job. Mm-hmm. You know, the conversation that uh, I, I had with, uh, you know, Charles and uh, BGS the, you know, uh, the other day, it was like, you, you're telling them that the women should do your job. They got the kids. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, you know, the thing is, is that the, the reality is you need institutions and, uh, and unless you're willing to to you know create the institutions that develop young men the way American society has set it up in order for you to compete then you're you're, you're pissing in the wind you're telling mm-hmm. women that they should they should do that that's not their job that's your job mm-hmm. and that's right. why, like on the one hand you have white supremacy but on the other hand you you have to respect it. You have to res- you have to respect it because it is it, it is an effective system at keeping competing groups of men from from seats of power. It is a very much well oiled system that has doesn't really need much tuning up for the last couple of decades. Maybe once in a while, but it it structure is so perfect for these people's self preservation. And that's one fair to give them credit that you designed a system so well versed that you're able to self-preservate a little bit more easier and be around a little longer, just a little longer. Yeah, but what's good constructive? What's on your mind on this, um, I guess, Wednesday day? Constructive? I guess you. Yeah, we can see you. What's good? Yes. Can you hear us? We can't hear you. Man, this thing went on mute. You hear me? Yep, very good now. Very good now. Okay. I'm sorry. It's this this browser, man. But not much, man. Not much. Hey, hear me, you guys. uh, Oh, and shout out to you guys. Special Mm -hmm. Uh, My man, Mary Chaos. Appreciate having me on the show. 
Um, but uh, you guys was talking about that uh, revolt, right? Like, uh, were we ever? Yeah, they stormed the, they stormed the, they stormed the Capitol. I support it, man. I'm, I'm proud of the ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Okay. That's, yeah, you know, that, that, that's <laughs> always. credit, right? Is, uh, you know, they say they're going to destroy some shit, they mean it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 hey, you know what they saying is you can have my gun when you pry from my cold, dead fingers. They'll, they willing to die for what they believe in. See, when niggas, we love, we love platitudes, so we'll say that Malcolm X shit by any means necessary. Then when you start talking about other means these niggas ain't considered, like storming the Capitol. Hold on, wait a minute now. Hold, hold on, we got to think about it. Hold on. No, no, Just a second. And you know, and you know, the funny thing about it, you know, the funny thing about it is, um, uh, Khalid Muhammad called this out a long time ago because one of the gentlemen in the, in the audience, when they was taking questions, you know, after his speech, I forgot which one it was, maybe it was bullet or the bullet or whatever, but um, one of the guys asked, hey, you know, how can we win if we don't manufacture our own weapons and stuff? And Khalid Muhammad was like, you know, even though that's an honest question, it's out of fear because it's like you acting like we can't kill the enemy and take their guns. I mean, you know, you don't have to manufacture anything. You can just buy it now. I mean, literally, America, me, you can buy you your own firearms. You know what Man, I mean? Them, like, them, them, southern, them southern white dudes, man, they know how to make guns from scratch. They know how to make ammo. They know how to make body armor. I was, I was exactly. The other day I was doing a delivery, right? And I was talking to this little, this young white dude. He, matter of fact, he was the, he was the owner's son of the store. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm just working here because of COVID, man. But, man, but you know, really, I make guns, man." I said, "You make guns?" He's like, "Yeah." He said, "See, this dude pulled out a, a clear plastic pistol that he made." Yeah, and he, and he, he used said, a, he said, this, what I, he said, this is what I would do full time before COVID. But you know, since COVID, my it slowed down, so I'm, I'm, I'm here working at my dad's shop. They don't need to, they don't need to go buy it. They'll make it from scratch. Well, but what you I'm got sure. for the niggas? You you what let let the let the latest retro Jordans be coming out and you gonna see niggas wrapped around the building, man. The hyper consumers and, and minor producers. But we talk like but talk about productivity. Like you hear this. You hear this in certain se- segments on, on YouTube talking about black men who are productive, but you going into a corporation or a white institution and making it more profitable is not being productive to me. Well, let, well let that's me, not productivity. Well, me, that's 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 slavery. And one, you mentioned that the guns. Do you know that most of them now can make it easy with a three D printer? So man, I'm like, telling you, go, go look on YouTube. They be doing all that stuff on YouTube, man. All that body on everything. Yeah, but what you want to say, Cerulean? Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: as long as you got a hardware store in your area, and Walmart still sells bullets, you can make a gun. Mm-hmm. As long as you got access to some gas piping. And some other things which you're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> not live on air, Cerulean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. down, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tone it down, bro. Lord but God. like, but uh, let me, let me, you know what I mean? But as long as Walmart got bullets. But see, here's the thing. Racking up on bullets. Fuck a gun. You can make a gun to rack up on the bullets. Let's see here, yo, yo, uh, uh, Mary, what, what mm. I buy for what I buy on on the first day of New Year's? I, I already showed you what I buy on the that first 12, day of that, New Year's. That semi semi auto twelve gauge shotgun. Okay, and how much was that? Two hundred dollars. 
All right, so why niggas can't buy a fucking shotgun? But they'll buy two hundred dollar Jordans though. <laughs> and then and then and then when when they were when they because you know we're reactionary as hell, which you know it is what it is. But then when they ready to when they ready to ride because now they caught up in the moment and the emotions, and the police come out there and they come out there with that military. You wondering why? It's because they know you underarmed. They know that, so they're going to be much more aggressive with you than they would with 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 these white folks, because they know these white folks got guns and they will mm. use their guns. They know that. They got mugs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, white people. Look, look what yeah, what didn't white, white, didn't white dude too. a white dude went and blew up went and blew up a, a, a RV in Nashville the other day. Mm. Yeah, because because white folks are unsupervised. Even though they see what they do, they really don't rep. They're not so quick to move and reprimand them so quick. So they're able to move freely and create these little underground bunkers and shit. Because they, you know, I mean, this this is you know, this is their country. Even man, they've been prepping. Too, they've been but, prepping you know. for they've been prepping for years, man. Years. That whole movement with that militia movement, they've been prepping for years. They they they're well armed, they're funded, and they have. They have some level of organization. Mm-hmm. They have some level of organization. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and so you know, hey man, it's what it is. It's like it's like at least you can. I, I have no problem with a bad idea, even if it comes from a white supremacist. Like I'm not going to reject something because it's coming from white supremacists. And what I'm saying is on some of the things that that they do in terms of their 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 militias and their and their militarism. I, I, I totally agree with it. I, and to be honest with you, I think we're too we are too a bit too dependent on the government and we don't believe in doing certain things for ourselves. We don't believe we don't believe in that no more. We've lost that spirit. And we expect somebody else to do something for us. Now I don't, that that's the that's the problem I have. And that's what I've been talking about with in, in terms of this this like we could we should learn something from how they going up there to the Capitol. And, you know, Dr. Francis, Francis Cranston Wilson then said, you know, if we acknowledge the fact that we're afraid, then we can actually get somewhere. But a lot of dudes don't want to acknowledge that. Instead, they want to, you know, come up with excuses. I'm sorry, sir. I'm dead, bro. I mean, you know, how many times do they got to do it and, and keep doing it before you learn from it? Right. I, I, they show they keep showing you all the time that they are not fucking around. Like, matter of fact, they should be the real not not fucking around coalition. I'm a steal it. Yeah. You know, like watch that um you know that that weird Negro Grandmaster Jay. Uh, mobilize all these these niggas with the guns. Mm-hmm. Just just show showing showing their force. Just show them everything you got. Yeah, now, now thanks to this Negro, you lost the element of surprise if it ever took it there. I said the same thing, Cerulean, and and, and really, really with the, that that not fucking around coalition, that was just another protest. But an armed protest. I mean, if you're gonna bring guns, you might as well use them. I mean, come on now. I mean, you can't see. This is the thing where where do where black folks want to do things white people can do with their free time and do their little military marches and militia marches and stuff like that, and not have to worry about a tank getting rolled out on them. 
You know, see, this <laughs> see, we like like this goes this goes into where Mary talks about us being proxies for white ideals, where you can actually go out here and try to act like you're like them, knowing damn well you're not gonna be treated like them. And then be surprised <laughs> when they treat you a certain way. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> you know, they rolled up on Grandmaster J's group checking niggas' firearms, dog. Mm -hmm. You think they doing that shit to the Proud Boys? Mm -mm. I don't know. No, they not. They not gonna do that to them. But that's because they know they're shooters. They, they, they know they're shooters. It's not even the fact that 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 niggas are underarmed. Is that they they do it because they know that the average nigga ain't gonna do shit. Exactly. <laughs> they know that. Like, you know how many times I've like been on these panels, man, throughout the years, and niggas get to talk in a certain kind of way, and then I ask them quite simply, like, "Are you able to take a life on command without remorse? <laughs> you able like like Are you willing to sacrifice your son?" To be trained in the in the way of soldiering, mm -hmm. to be sent out there knowing that there's a possibility they will lose his life. Yeah, when you, when, you, when you when you ask them that, they 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 sphinx to get tight at that point. Gonna <laughs> take like fuck all of the bullshit. The only price that freedom is ever paid in is blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why why niggas keep playing with the shit. See, we'll do it. We'll do it back and forth to each other all motherfucking day. Mm -hmm. That's why I just like reserve to not even like like talk to niggas and like I don't even reserve to, to threaten niggas. Like I'm, I'm at the point to where now like a nigga liable to say something to me, I fly off the handle and just let the 308s fly. <laughs> I'm not even playing with niggas no more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, cause the you know. Every car that I've ever owned doesn't have a GPS in it. Mm. So you never know what city I might find myself in. Mm. Mm. If I pulled out if I pulled out the motherfucking 308, I have a motherfucking custom made rig that there's no ballistics for. Mm. Mm. And I know within five hundred yards, your ass is mine. <laughs> you're right we'll, we'll do that we'll do that to each other all day and see, all day and, and see the thing is, is that i'd rather reserve it i'd rather reserve that kind of energy for the real enemy like you know when the when the, when the protest and the liberating started here in the you know the twin cities you know, whenever it first start started off, you know, I'm not gonna say like, you know, exactly where I was or what I was doing, but you 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 wasn't gonna catch me with no motherfucking camera out there, incriminating myself. Nah, that's real. That's real. That's real rap. That's real rap. And but now, Cerulean, your problem is. You know, according to niggas, you you too uptight, bro. You need some pussy. <laughs> all this, all this, all, all this pro black stuff you're talking, all that stuff, man. You just need to, you just need to have a drink and some pussy. You know, I, I everything go away. Think about that, right? Because 
Because mm-hmm. you have a you have the derelict Negro male that'll say, you know, uh, you know, niggas are pro black because you know that's what the you know he, he trying to get points with the with the black woman. Ain't got nothing like that. See, the, the real pro black understands that this the black community is my community. I have to take fucking responsibility for it. I mean, this is plain as simple as that. And and secondly, it don't have a goddamn thing to do with the motherfucking women. It has everything to do with us as a group of men. Because last time I checked, the the whole pro-black thing is rooted in historical black masculinities. Starting with Martin Delaney. Say when you're talking about soldiering, that's a whole that's a whole different aspect that your average everyday is not really ready for that. And this is why they put so much focus on destroying black masculinity. This is why. It's like shit. If I'm, I'm being totally honest, and I'm I, I'm the closest nigga you know to being an actual white dude. Uh, <laughs> most of you know, like we'll really kill for what I believe in. We'll really die for what I believe in. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and that's that's basically. Can't do thing. Can't do thing. You know, they get to talk real spicy about, you know, nigga shit, nigga babble all, all day and all, and all night. See, these niggas are jealous because I get bitches and they don't. Like, nigga, you're crying about some broad that didn't give you a pony in high school. I find it interesting how a lot of these guys talk about they get all of this pussy, right? Come on, close the door. Some of them live in, 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 in literal uh, you would have the best opportunity to get some pussy if you live there. And yet they will come on to, to YouTube to high sign and, and pretend. Yeah. You know, especially with, with like the but like the older, you know, the older niggas running around talking about that to swap 25 year olds off with a stick, you know, like which I find highly suspicious. And, and you have to realize that a lot of a lot of the shit that's, that's coming from these Negroes, especially those that, uh, you know, they talk against single black mothers while having made single black mothers. A lot of them are saying this shit just out of the, just just out of the spite that they don't want a better nigga to fuck with their baby mama. <laughs> you know, they they still trying to save their baby mama, you know, and keep and keep baby mama on reserve. Well, there's truth to that because we have a female mindset running rampant in the community with with brothers where if she bad you got nothing her and it's like dude just because you want to have sexual access to her for the rest of her you know 18 years of her life really 
And it's like the system the system don't work for you if you do that. You know that, right? <laughs> You're actually putting yourself in a bind. Well, my thing is this. The Negro wanted to be treated the way white males are treated. And then you're crying about child support. Well, you're getting treated the way white men are getting treated. But you think child support was, was any less oppressive to white males than it is to you? <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. See, that's that, see, that's that feminine. I, I've been peeped that where dudes dudes make they make, choose their baby mothers based on her, her her aesthetics and her quality of how she looked. And so, because yeah. they know through that child, they can always have sexual access to it. So it's kind of like marking their territory, which is so. In other words, you have this inversion now where niggas is using babies to trap sisters now. Let's cut the vocab. That's she got a fat ass. She got a fat ass. Guys, guys, that's what's always been. To mark your territory because think about it. Once you already got a kid, right? And then she where the relationship with the baby dad or whatever, and she moves on. That's the thing that binds so a lot of dudes don't want to even mess with, depending on who she got knocked up because they don't want to deal with another man's territory I mean, because a lot of dudes are afraid of the baby. Father. Think about this, like mm -hmm. like what 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 kind of man has time to police the pussy but a but a low class man? I mean, that's a question you got to ask them. Really. I mean, if you got time to police the pussy and micromanage the pussy, that's because you're a low, lower class strata man. You're a low class male. If you're out here pussy policing, you are a low class male. You know, but Less suspicious Samuels tell you, you know. <laughs> All you have to do is put on a suit and you know, wear these this Easter color suit, this Easter color tie. And then... All you gotta do is put these Chelsea boots on. That'll make you a high value man. You know? I mean, it's it's sheer idiocy. This is what we have time for. You're watching the decline and fall of, of American society. And, it, and it's so funny because one of the things I've always talked about when, the, when it comes to the decline of an empire, it always happens from within, never from without. Empires implode. <laughs> Empires implode, you know, not, not even from outside influence but from the weight of their own corruption, which is what you're, you're, you're watching uh, happening now. You know? I want you to go put on these Chelsea boots and I, and I want you to go down there and, and march with your, with, your, <laughs> with your arms and elbows locked together. They, it's going to be a powerful, powerful vision, so powerful that Nobody's going to even want to come near you. Yeah, because you look weird, motherfuckers. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
just go outside and mark our territory, bro, and complain about child support later. Let's, let's go find some bad bitches, you know what I mean? Let's go find some bad bitches, you know what I mean? You know, the first one I see, I'll probably have so much to look at her, she instantly pregnant. It's a wrap. It's should be going um, hunting and say, yo, I got this bitch. You got to take that one over there and say, let's mark our territory, you know? That's ours. Yeah. We're 18. You're from 18. Well, what you got? What you got to do? It, and, and the thing I don't, the thing I don't get, yeah. like I even, I, I even get, like, like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and just say like none of the things that that you know these brothers bring issues to or bring light to aren't aren't valid and don't deserve some, you know, some some level of of discussion. But you would think at a certain point you would go on to do to doing to discuss. Men's men stuff. What men? What's supposed to be in the conversation of men? You know, at some point, but it's never that. It's I don't even I don't like it's it's only a handful of people that I watch on on YouTube. I don't even watch a majority of it because it because it's it's redundant and to be honest, it's embarrassing. Like it is embarrassing, man, on how we how we we carry ourselves, man. Yeah, what you got to do, Amiri, is You got to go into Macy's. And the matching pants, it, 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 <laughs> pants matching, and then you're going to tell a bitch, patented leather Chelsea boots. Yeah. And then when you're going to take this here candlelight. And you're gonna put it right in front of your camera, so that way, whenever the camera light vision come across it, it's gonna mix with the ambient light in the background, and people not even gonna notice you're wearing a patent leather suit. But you're wearing a patent leather suit. <laughs> like, man, yo, <laughs> like the behavior is so motherfucking suspicious at this point. Like, I will say, like niggas can happen, man. This is. They, you know, they they wanted it to be a cesspool. So they let them have the cesspool, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's like it's easy to become like you know what I'm saying, like disillusioned, and like how you know the the types of things that need to be talked about. And we don't want to talk about that, man. Like we don't want to have, like I said, there's a worthwhile conversation to be had on on income parity. If it's particularly like if you don't want to talk about it with women, okay, you don't want to have the 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 build it and they shall come argument. Then you sh- that's something you should do for yourself. What well, well, the thing? That's something. You- why are you comfortable with 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 performing the same level of work as your white male counterpart, yet not getting paid the same, not getting paid e- an equal amount for equal work? That's right. a word. That's a worthwhile conversation to be had, but you never hear anything about that type of shit, man. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. No, but worry. they'll call you a simp for for for, for steering a conversation away from what they talk about every day all day, which ultimately is is um you know representative of the rea- of the of the reality of your finances and where you rank on a socioeconomic status. Because even if you are six figure, even if you are in the top five uh, percent of, of of black male income earners, it's still illusory. Because the, because the, because of the the waning value of the dollar mm-hmm. and the waning middle class, being middle class doesn't even mean what it used to mean. Mm-hmm. Like this is why you see more black men making it into the middle class because middle class no longer mean nothing. That's why. Mm-hmm. 
But what you're going to do, Amiri, is, is you're going to take this here candle. <laughs> hey, what do you say? I'm sweet. I'm going to light it, get some nice incense, some fine wine. You're going to put it put it right in front of your bike. <laughs> you're like, hey, come on, man. Hey, that's what we got time for, though, man. Yeah, like it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a it's a certain conversation that needs to be had at a certain point, you know, uh, that men should be having, man. Like men men are are to be productive, proactive, and initiators of their own fate and, and destiny. And that's not a that's not a position we're in, and we don't even have the impetus to put ourselves in that in that position. Like we don't even we we don't have that. I, at least I don't see it demonstrated de- demonstrated in any real quantifiable. So see, like on a plantation, what they would do, they would appease the male the male slaves or the male bucks with with sex. So yep. long as niggas can, so long as niggas can have their comfort, their pleasure, yeah. niggas can get some sex. They don't care about nothing else. Like Biggie, 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 Biggie summed it up perfectly. Money, holes, and clothes. All a brother knows. That's literally all. That's literally all we think about. I'm talking about like from a cultural aspect, from a cultural perspective. Everything else, see, we we want to act like the things that Cerulean is talking about, or that like Chaos talking about, what Constructive talking about, what I'm talking about, are somehow supplemental to everything else. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's not the the main course. These are just side sidebars and side dishes. No, man, like the priorities is all fucked up. Like I said that, white boys will literally stockpile guns. They'll stockpile weapons and ammo. Negroes will stockpile Jordans. Jordans, man. Yeah. That 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 and, and even though that name Jordan is attached to a black to a black male athlete, and he's nothing but a mascot. That 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 company is owned by a multinational conglomerate corporation that's um well, you, you know that's that that's raping and pillaging another part of the, another part of the country yeah. so they you they use our hyper consumerism to fund their their imperialist colonialist capitalist system and they use our hyper consumerism so you steal the you steal the diamonds well, over just- there in the mines in, in in Africa and you come here and you artificially inflate the price for it and we pay money hand over fist for something that's that, that that's readily abundant and not even and not even worth what they what they artificially raise them the, the, the price for yeah. diamonds aren't even aren't even rare they're not even naturally expensive they make it expensive and yep. sell it to your dumb black ass this is what they do and then you think because you have on bling bling you're saying something or you're doing something and then want to act like when I say you haven't been offered a seat at the global table of manhood as if I'm saying something incorrect or wrong. Well, now they're, you know, stocking up on Easter themed blazers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's sad. It's sad. But Mary, but Mary, Mary, you're really wrong, bro. We are proactive. I already just told you, man. We gotta go out here and you know find <laughs> something, you know, and knock it up. I mean, you know, <laughs> if she bad, don't pull out. Don't pull out. Yeah. Bro. And then, and then, and, and then, 
and then blame her for it because this 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 stank and skank done, done set me up, done opened her legs, and I just had to run up in it. And I ain't put on no condom, man. It ain't my fault it feel good. Like this is the mentality. Like you think like children. <laughs> Remember Mary and Barry? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Roll the bitch set me up. Yeah. Yep. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You know, it's 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 just sad. Like, and you know, you get frustrated with it. Like, I know Gab gets frustrated with it. You know, I know I get frustrated with it. Yeah. I know Cerulean get frustrated with it. But this is what they desire. They desire bread, bread and circuses. So let them eat cake and let them follow comics and circus. Because we can yeah. have a conversation, like like, like literally. The other day, I'm on, I'm on Charles's panel. We're having a conversation about man shit, and it comes the okay, okay, all right. You just it, it becomes a what these what these, these black women so bad shit. <laughs> you know, mm. it's like a pity party of 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 trauma bonding and in, in this masturbatory circle <laughs> jerk. Man, I just ain't got time for it no more, man. Like. I, I, I'll be the first to tell you, like, is there is there some shit that that women do is fucked up? Sure, but right. as a man, can you control it, or are you telling me you have no no agency or responsibility? Mm. Is that what the argument was whenever it came to black women? Are you telling me black women don't have any agency? Well, you're telling me that you don't have any agency, otherwise you wouldn't be sitting crying and complaining about not having agency with the woman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Always what you can't do instead of what you can. What's within right. power right now? And yeah. we're having a conversation about you know survival, moving you know moving forward, and 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 how do we we get back into the modus of expanding a black middle class? Because that's you know uh, unbeknownst to everybody else who seems to think that you know everybody's a six figure nigga. Mm -hmm. like middle class is, is really where it's at. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why the expansion of the middle class was always so important to every single generation. Whenever you hear it in politics, what do you hear them talking about? The middle class, the middle class, the middle class. Why? Mm -hmm. the middle class? Because the middle class is what props everything above it up. All right. As a matter of fact, there's a, there's a book, um, uh, Hoover and the Commodification of the Middle Class. If you don't have a middle class, then the what what you have is the the chasm between the haves and have-nots getting so great that the poor don't even have uh, a a place to strive for socioeconomically. Right. You see, and and if you don't have that that middle ground uh, where the impoverished has some mobility from 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 the working poor into the middle class, if you don't have that mobility. Everything above it begins to collapse. That's why it's always a major talking point in every major election. Yeah. So that's basically an illusion. What you basically spoke to is an illusion. Well, it's 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 it's, it's an illusion that that we call economics, you know. But it's it's real nonetheless. It, even though the principle that is based on, yes, yeah, an illusion. Right, but it's still stuff. It's still something to to thrive for and advocate for. 
because the society has the society has the function has that the society has to have some functionality for it. And if you have a society that's only working for a small segment, then even that even that small segment's position becomes precarious as as uh, as those people on the bottom or the have nots um, becoming more and more predisposed to violence and chaos to get what they want. So what would happen all the time in Europe when they have those those revolutions in Europe through the with the with the monarchs and stuff? You know that's what would happen, man. The yeah, serfdom. Tell me that you know the other day that they didn't have 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 any power, have any abilities. Said you, well, you do have have power. You know you have you have the destructive force of a, of a poverty influenced movement, of poverty influenced anger that can get shit done. As a matter of right. fact. And whenever you're looking at this storming of the White House, that's what you're looking at in white society. Right. They have them channeling, they have them channeling that 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 poverty mo- motivated anger. Right. Yeah. Because you, you, you have, now you're right. That's basically what that is. You're right. That's basically what that is. How you have black folk? We've been mobilizing for reparations. Been talking about reparations, tangible. These are the things. That we need in order to survive coming into the next millennia. And mm-hmm. white folk, yeah, white folk of all socioeconomic strata, tell us to stop playing victim. Mm-hmm. Tell you to stop being a social justice warrior. Tell you to stop looking for a handout. Well, Mitch McConnell blocked that $2,000 stimulus. Do you think it was a nigga that wrote that shit on that dude's garage? Hell no, that was one of them white boys who had a mm-hmm. in one hand, a Bible glued in the other, telling Mitch, where the fuck my money at? Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. And yeah. Not, not once have I heard from any of anybody from the right side or the left side refer to them or, or tell them to stop playing victim. Stop right. social justice for you. Why you keep, why, why are you, you, do you understand the storming the castle because exactly. you get a handout? Exactly, exactly, and that's just what that's reminiscent of, or what you see going on, and and um, with how they storming the capital is just like how they would storm the castles when they was ready to overthrow that monarch. <laughs> that's what they would do, man. That's is the exact same thing. It's just modernized, but you're right. That's what they would do, you know. And this is just this is modern history. I mean, they have a history of of challenging the government if they go wrong, but um. But see, yeah, like see, they'll get see. tired of that shit and overthrow it, man. But we won't. See, we still, we still stuck in that slave mode. We still got a lot of, you still got a lot of, a lot of slave, a lot of slave thinking going on. You see what I'm saying? And see, the other thing too is even how uh, conservatives and Republicans have 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 come to call it entitlements when it's not an entitlement. It's something that you're owed because you pay into the system, and so you should get something back for. You should get an investment on your return. It's not an entitlement. See, the, re- the only reason why they why they call it entitlement is because they knew we was going to get it. So when we get it, it's an entitlement to 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 somehow imply that we're getting something we haven't earned or we don't deserve, even though it, the money is coming from us. Which is but another they'll give, shame. They'll give, corp- they'll give welfare to to these corporations and they'll give welfare to these to these foreign countries uh, all in service to the interest of these 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 corporations and these oligarchs and capitalists this is what they do but they'll tell you and i 
it's an entitlement. No, this is how they were, this is how they were able to play their to play their their dog whistle politics. And what you actually see going on with these white folks in Middle America, uh, throughout the Rust Belt and Appalachia, it's the chickens it's the chickens coming home to coming home to roost because for decades they supported Republican politicians, Republican presidents, uh, um, and, and went against their own economic self interest. Be, uh, just because they knew it would it would disproportionately hurt us. That's I- I exactly what Lee Atwater said when he talked about the Southern strategy. That was the entire basis and premise for the Southern Southern strategy. And what is yeah, you say force busting and you say you say less taxes, less taxes. And yes, yeah, some white people are going to get hurt. But in the end, black people are going to get hurt worse. So this, now the chickens are coming home to roost. Same thing. Make you laugh, make you cry. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell you the political switch didn't happen and none of that didn't happen. And that's just no, what you're seeing playing out is the reality of that in real time. Mitch is Mitch McConnell is the Senate majority leader. Okay. Mm. He did block the bill. Okay, that that that's that's the reason why his shit was attacked because white folk <laughs> They know who's running shit. The Senate majority leader is the is the one who blocked that bill. Blocked it in its tracks. You know, Mitch McConnell is is your modern day Marie Antoinette. He told his 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 impoverished white constituency that they can eat cake. And now what you see mm-hmm. is that they're going for Mitch McConnell's head. Yeah. What, but yeah. See, Mitch McConnell was just fine as long as he was holding water. But see, they forgot Mitch McConnell is a company man. He's going to kiss the ass of the man who's in charge. Right. Which is the Fed. Which is not, on, not only the Fed, but there's certain political favors as we come into this. Exactly. That he has to pay out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you look at the Citizens United ruling. How it 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 basically said that that money is synonymous with the free speech, and money is free speech, and so it let all these millions of millions of dollars in dark money into the political process. The creation of super PACs, like you're living in a democracy that's no longer a democracy. This shit has been seized. Mm-hmm. It's been seized, man. You, you, you see you what I'm saying? Like, if, if if because if you have more money, if you have more money than I do. Then what you're saying is you have more free speech than I do. Well, you know what's so so funny about this is you had all of those 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 right wing you know those those terrorists on the right, mm. right, a- a- accusing people like us of being like socialist and communist and yada yada yada. And as soon as they don't get their way, what happens? They storm the castle like a bunch of what? Like a bunch of fucking communists. What, you're literally looking at the Bolshevik Revolution and how it played out. <laughs> like that's exactly uh, what during the Bolshevik Revolution. Mm-hmm. Nicholas II said, "No, you can't have more money. No, you can't have more more freedom. Land will be parceled out as per per what I say." Oh, really? Vladimir Lenin said, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do." It's like, go ahead and uh, depose the motherfucker. Right. And then and then and then killed him and his whole family. Mm. 
Killed, killed, killed the what the Romanovs? Yeah, the whole family. Yeah, I think he had he had like five daughters. He had five daughters. I, they may have even killed the damn dog. And this this go this is what Cerulean was talking about when Cerulean said you kill like kill on demand. Them people got that. Them them soldiers got that order from Lenin mm -hmm. to go ahead and 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 and, assa and assassinate him and the whole family. The men didn't flinch. They carried it out. Do you have the, do you, the that's why that time when I was talking to when I was talking to Gab, I talked about the strength of character. They people, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I think they even killed the fucking dog, the, the family pet. Hey, they cold, man. They cold. That's gotta say. Well, if you know about the, the, the Romanov family, you know, uh Nicholas said, you know, a bunch of illegitimate children. You know, they, as a matter of mm -hmm. fact, Romanov family is only saved by his illegitimate. Right. Yeah. Nah, they ain't cold, man. They on cold. They on cold. Yeah, they on cold. You're right. You're right, Kushuk. They're on cold. That's the yeah. See, so don't 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 tell me about don't tell me about revolution as a you man. When I know you I know you ain't gonna you ain't gonna you ain't gonna bust grape in a fruit fight. Man, you you just what really at the end of the day, what it is is the average the average American Negro wants comfort wants comfort and they want white acceptance. Man, look, if it was the actual revolution, you told the Negro, look, this is a high value target. We need mm -hmm. this person neutralized. Like, well, why I gotta do that? They've been invited to the barbecue, so why should I even have to? I mean, shit. They know how to. They know how to. They know how to pop lock. Like he bust a good, a good freestyle at sixteen. Why should I have to? I don't even see where all that's necessary. I don't. I don't agree with that. Nah, 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 massa. You tripping? You just need some pussy, massa. Why we always? Why we always gotta employ employ violence, man? Niggas getting to their whole John Lewis spiel. Like if you see wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I spilled the blood. I gave him the blood. I bridge to Selma. <laughs> the police whooped my ass, and I just I didn't you know I didn't get mad at the police for whooping my ass. I just thanked them for their service. <laughs> I marched with Dr. King with a bunch of helpless women and children across that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and see that's what they do. They, they make a they make a mockery out of our out of our you know our icons and and and, and leaders, and they 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 portray them in a in a light that doesn't really do justice to the to the true depth of their um of their legacy. In a lot of ways, they caricaturize Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement. Oh, oh, Not, oh. because ultimately nonviolence was a nonviolent resistance was a was merely a strategy or a tactic implemented but you you never fight a war with total regression you use both both violent and non-violent <laughs> I, I remember Tariq was going in on John Lewis talking about uh <laughs> talking about beat me with the, with the billy club <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, to Cam Bash, why do you, why do you think why do you think Lennon was let off easy? Why do you think he was even allowed to come back into Russia? I mean, he he named the capital city Leningrad. 
after himself. Why do you think he was was allowed to do that? It's because the the energy of his revolution was so strong that it it, it influenced people to remain loyal to the Bolshevik party even after he was exiled. Well, guess what happened? When Russia was split between the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks, and the Bolsheviks, eventually the Mensheviks became one party, there were still people within the, that, that one united party that still had Leninist leanings. Because they, they couldn't say altogether that Lenin was completely wrong. Interesting. Yeah. Who went from being a being an educator to from being an educator to being a major political leader, and 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 knowing how to move around people, uh, placing uh, people that were loyal to him in key positions within government, within the military, within the police. Hell, creating a secret police, which is uh, his underling, Stalin would he, would eventually uh, go on to, uh, uh, to to further, and that would that would eventually become the intelligence arm of uh, you know the pre-fallen uh, Soviet Union, known as the KGB. You know the thing that the CIA fought the Cold War, you know that group, and so there was still a lot of Leninist. Loyalists. That's that's when you know that your your revolution had meaning. And so, whenever it came down to it, you know, it was it was nothing to say. Look, this, <laughs> you know, this guy is a high value target. See, Lenin actually had it right. Uh, when Lenin would have motherfuckers disappeared, he wouldn't just have the high value target disappeared. He'd have his whole motherfucking regime disappeared. You know. Strength of character. Strength of character, man. And while they got and while they got the Negroes so damn confused and browbeat into to this monocultured shame and using black on black black on black crime and black on black violence and black on black this black on black that you ain't heard a motherfucking word about white on white violence while they're storming the castle. That's true. White woman got shot in the face. Wasn't, mm. by, wasn't by a Negro, but by her own white man. You ain't heard nobody yell white on white crime yet, or white on white violence. They told you, they told you, where's all the motherfuckers that saying, what, what's all the motherfuckers saying that, that this isn't the right way? Where, where's all the motherfuckers saying that? <laughs> Remember George Floyd? Remember when, when, when motherfuckers got, got rowdy behind Philando Castile and George Floyd. Remember that? We say, this just isn't the right way. 
you got browbeating the silence behind that shit. And now you, you you're watching them do it. Where's all where's all these Negroes? Are, this isn't the right way, white America. You gotta you gotta take a more diplomatic approach, a more nonviolent approach. You know, no, Trump, is a, Trump is a motherfucking sore loser. They don't give me back this motherfucking presidency. Y'all motherfucking raid that bitch. I've noticed for the past few days, he was up here demanding, was it Georgia? To go find your vote. And find out a few days that this popped out. And let's so say he's going to take any measure to prolong his reign as president of this country before these new people come in the next week and a half or two. He'll go out with a bang. Look, I said one, one thing. Once this is set and done, why is this happening right now? Because Biden Biden gets inaugurated on the twentieth. Why is it happening right now? Because they only got like two weeks before the the shit is finalized. Yeah. Once he plays mm-hmm. hand on that Biden, it, it, it swears in. Blah 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 blah. That shit is over. Yeah. But see, what should be happening right now? is Trump's assets should be completely seized. He should be in chains, head the motherfucking feet. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know why? Because that's what happens with traitors. That's what oh, yeah. happens with seditious acts against your own government. You know, you know, that's the same thing that they did with that Navy SEAL who was under orders, who uh, assassinated a certain someone over in the Middle East. And whenever he took the fucking fall for it, right, they seized his assets, put his his, his, his family in poverty, had his wife all on TV trying to, like, yo. And now you have a former president, uh, former still sitting president committing acts of sedition against the constitution. Motherfuckers Mm -hmm. literally should be taken out and put in front of a firing squad. This is reality I'm talking about. You see, because an act of sedition back whenever the forming of the constitution first happened, that's exactly what they would do with seditious actor. As a matter of fact, that's exactly how they they conjoled the South into staying in the motherfucking Union after the Civil War. Oh, but you but you learned the Hollywood history. You were told that well, once the state succeeded, you know they they fought this big war to keep the Union together, and the Union just stayed together, and there was no trife after that. No, they they tried to succeed several times even after the Civil War. And you know what would happen whenever they would they would hear even a whisper. Of succession, they would fucking eliminate that motherfucker before us. A firing squad. That's why you look at the at the at the at the at the mid eighteen hundreds. One of the most violent times of, of of government in this country, where you was you was watching motherfuckers go through congressmen, go through senators. Why? Because there was somebody appearing in front of a fucking firing squad like every week. Mm. <laughs> wow, the motherfuckers wasn't playing. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like you got, you got to have the same level of of discipline 
and wherewithal to be able to do that shit. But no, see, the Negro gets conjoled and motherfucking shame into into not employing uh, uh, intercultural violence to solve its own problems. Mm -hmm. I've always said that black on black violence is a necessary evil. <laughs> when my, my pro-blackness is set up, it calls for black on black violence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you think you're supposed to just let what you you think you're supposed to just let niggas run around doing whatever the fuck they want to do? No. Otherwise you won't have you won't have such thing as a government or control. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta have order. And, order. and the truth is, is is this 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 Negro he he views order as oppression. Mm -hmm. Like they would they would they would run back to this to, to this type of environment society because they can do they, they have the relative liberty and freedom to to be to be as you would say cerulean derelict and, and idle and not do what they're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. that's what they did who, who that was was that desaline they did that to desaline after the haiti revolution niggas oh, got rid yeah. of him because when he was coming with them when he was coming with the order and it was time to work and time to build the build build the build the country up. The niggas ain't want to do the work. And, and yeah, the, man. Celine is that he didn't take no prisoners. It was like, right. oh, you a, you a loyalist to France. Matter of fact, I, I always make this joke that I suspect uh, he went around and asking asking motherfuckers like, do you like croissants? Your head chopped off. Guy said, do you like croissants? And it's oh yes. I do love croissants. Really? Yeah. See? Yeah. It's a <laughs> Anyone else here like croissants? <laughs> like, yeah. no, we, we hate croissants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at, Des, but we hate croissants over here. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. man. Chopped off. Yeah. Because uh, was a visionary in that he understood that the first motherfuckers you had to call motherfuckers that were, were were these loyalists within your own group mm -hmm. before he could fully press the french out he, mm -hmm. he knew he had to get rid of the the the, the, the french sympathizers first mm -hmm. that's why they keep pressing that that that, that that black on black crime see that 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 gets you in this this guilt and shame and shit right mm -hmm. right like black on black so that way they could keep putting some 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 old ass derelict Negro up there to sell your ass down the river. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the civil the civil the civil rights the civil rights generation, man. Like yeah, these the the niggas who who sold out and got positions, they betrayed Martin Luther King, and then they sold out and, and gained positions of prominence um, as the gatekeepers of black society and and basically sold black society down the river. Carrying water for for these far left quack movements and other parts of the of the democratic liberal coalition, while we got nothing in return for our vote and for our sweat equity and blood equity that that's in the foundations of this country. Oh, oh you know, it's interesting you mentioned that, um, Mary. I remember there was a mm -hmm. video by um, what's the name, um, Dick Gregory, when mm -hmm. they were playing the same. I guess it was an interview by some Negro preachers that were close to Martin Luther King, and they had their last supper one night. And as he was there in the balcony, they prepared to duck 
as to know the bullet was going straight to the man's heart. So they already knew that they were going to sell him up right off the bat. And see, yeah. and, and, then, and then if you go upside, you know, one one of these old Negroes' heads, right? Now, now you look like the bad guy because this is this is white society's proxy. Mm -hmm. Keep you niggas in line, mm -hmm. and they're the first ones that got to go. You know, I always talked about it. You know, back in the seventies, back in the seventies, you know, you had these these major institutions, you know, like Brookings, like you know the Manhattan Institute, these think tank institutions, you know, like St like Stanford's uh, Hoover Institute. They were going around. Uh, collecting these these black academics to to de-radicalize and so they would give them these these high-paying positions make them fellows of the institutions and, and so right appeasement but see but if you but but you know i would say look i look i'll i'll punch thomas soul in this fucking motherfucking <laughs> Like, cause the dam the damage he's done to to the black community's already been done. <laughs> John Lewis said he 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 think them them white folks can beat him up inside the head with that billy club. He ain't seen shit yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like oh man! I mean, I mean, it's it's it's, it's the exact same thing, thing with. Did you see the video? It's them young boys was about to run down on Al Sharpton. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was on time. I remember that. Video. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was in Baltimore, I think, right? Al Sharpton wasn't talking no shit. Yeah, yeah, he better was about to go upside his motherfucking head because he knew what the motherfucking deal is, and the reason why he did that shit because he knew he motherfucking felt guilty, and the reason he felt guilty is he knew he was selling motherfuckers out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it already came out that that Al Sharpton was an informant. He was in Al Sharpton was an informant for the for the government, and if I'm not mistaken, he he, he was he was uh, yeah. didn't, he get, didn't he get in trouble for, yeah. for selling dope? He got in trouble for for being a drug mule or something, right? Yeah, FBI. Yeah, yeah. The Italians, with the Italians, I think. Italian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, see, I'll snatch Al Sharpton's motherfucking perm out of his head. <laughs> You know, I, you, you know, I met I met Al Sharpton. This was like in two thousand and four, man. Damn, <laughs> I haven't met Al Sharpton. You know, these people are clowns. And like, and see, because what it is 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 you've you've had in the in the wake of Martin Luther King and his impact, and then is his subsequent, um, you know, assassination, and then glorification to be made a proxy for for, for appeasement. We talk all this shit about black women wearing weed. Al Sharpton lost all that motherfucking weight and still couldn't afford that slick bag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, he did selfie. And, and he looked like a. I ain't gonna stop. Let me stop. I ain't gonna. Look like a little, he had a little boy body. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you, we've been, we've been sold out by the, the so called, um, you know, these so called civil rights leaders a long time ago, man. We don't we 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 get nothing we get absolutely nothing for our for our vote. They we we don't get anything for our vote. You know that that's the only reason why because I already knew what it was for, with Trump. Trump what was fueling uh, well one of the major components that was fueling Trumpism was was white supremacy and and white ambivalence to a society that's becoming 
more and more diverse and where whiteness is no longer going to be the is no longer going to be the standard mm-hmm. you know so i knew what was fueling it but my you know my my um apathy to 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 the democratic party and its and its candidates was they they were essentially offering nothing but to 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 black people and black society for our vote nothing no no policy but no no pertinent policy positions this idea that a, a, a rising tide lifts all boats i was just going over the uh-huh. going over the data with the economic policy institute mm-hmm. where uh for I think in between 2016 and 2017, white men's wages increased and white women's w- wages have increased. Yet for for black people, their wages have remained stagnant since 2000. So a rising tide does not lift all boats. We have specific needs that are unique to the black experience and the black predicament in this in this society and in this country. So you don't you don't I, see I can understand why. Uh, the only offer Trump made to us was, well, what else you got to lose? Like they, Republicans have 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 made their bread and butter off of white supremacy and and white racial animus towards black people, black society. So I expect that for them. What I don't expect is for those who position themselves or purport themselves to be my friend, to be a friend of the Negro, to expect me to do something for them while not doing anything for me. What type of friendship is that? Mm-hmm. That's what I have a problem with. See, the, I, the, the Democratic Party owes us. If nothing else, they owe us. What, what, do you, what, what, do you mean, what do you mean both the Democrats and the Republicans owe us? Well, you're, you're that too. But 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 what I'm saying is specifically within the context of putting these of putting the president in office. If it would see a, see a Republican candidate now, it, it could be changing now. But for a long time, a Republican candidate could, could get elected with. With it, with with a minority of the without having without getting no black votes because they always win a majority of the white vote and it was a majority white country. The, no no Democratic politician or president can get elected without the black vote, from Bill Clinton to 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 Barack Obama to mm-hmm. to Joe Biden. So they need us. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be a part of their coalition. It's the reason why we have why we have a caucus with the Democrats and not the Republicans. So, yeah, I know that the, you know, yeah, the Republicans owe us too because of the contributions to the country, but I'm talking specifically within the context of, you know, uh, modern politics from, from, from since the sixties, they're the ones who telling us that they're our friends. Mm-hmm. Republicans have, have made their bread and butter off of demonizing and vilifying black society. So I, that's what I expect from them. I'm talking about the one who's telling me you're my friend and, and you care about me. And you t- and who and who, who who taught black girl magic? So mm-hmm. I guess black girl magic is getting you in office without getting nothing in return. That's their magic, right? Well, you get something from nothing. Well, I mean, from, look, at the, from us. look at the platform they they inherited. They watch they watch it. They watching all these Negroes selling, mm-hmm. selling us down the motherfucking river just for yeah. a cozy position that they can occupy for the next thirty some years. Not do a goddamn thing for their own community, and while the getting's good, what you're seeing is that black was like, look, we try to go for what what the fuck they know too. So, I mean, you can't really fault fault for a system that they inherited, or 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 the example that they inherited. Oh yeah, we talking about we talking about sisters. Yeah, I know. I'm not even I'm not even following sisters for that. I'm talking about you know the the politicians and the you know the the liberal machine. That 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 mere that merely use them and use us as fodder to get 
to 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 fund you know these other parts of the liberal coalition why don't why they don't give us anything yeah i'm not faulting the sisters at all for that i'm talking about i'm talking i'm putting the onus directly on the fucking politicians that's who i'm putting it on so yeah i understand that you know i understand that but that's why that's why i didn't want to and then especially when he chose Kamala, i was like oh shit it definitely i definitely ain't voting now yeah i know that was like a that was like a slap in the face. But see what that the reason why he could do that the political calculation is they they know that the society is moving to multiculturalism, being multi ethnic. So you can have uh, Kamala Harris like when you're looking at the Biden and Harris ticket, you're looking at the Obama Biden ticket with the positions being inverted. Kamala Harris is nothing but a female Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. She can claim to be black. She can claim to be American while having roots in in in. Uh, another part of the another part of the world, India. Same thing with Barack Obama. He could claim to be black. Um, he could claim to be American, and he had roots in Indonesia. Yeah. You know, so it's the, it's the exact same. It's the exact same ticket. So we know we're gonna get more of the same. And and and, and then what they're gonna tell us, and what and what their spill is gonna be, is well, a rising tide lifts all boats. I'm not concerned with other boats. I'm only concerned with mine. Because that's how everybody else, you know, thinks and operates. So that's the only reason why, you know, I was, I, I wasn't rocking with. Because personally, I think that Democrats have better policies that benefit, you know, middle class family, families. But specifically, when you're talking about this, the, the the race component of it, they they haven't delivered. They have yet to deliver. He wouldn't even sit down with Ice Cube before the election to even iron out any type of uh, pertinent policy positions for black people. He wouldn't even sit down and have that conversation. So that was a slap in the face when he, when he, when he brought, <clears throat> you know, Kamala Harris on the ticket, but I get his, the political calculus for, for making it was, and see what's, what we're moving to is we're moving to, a, we're moving to a, to a place where black people are going to be irrelevant, politically irrelevant. It, it because the society is becoming more and more diverse. It, it, it should have been a done deal, especially with, um, you know, black females that identify with democratic leanings. Mm -hmm. As soon as Kamal said that, uh, am I going to do something specific? Exactly. No, it should have been a done deal right there that she's not who you should be backing. Right, exactly. She ain't gonna never sit up and say that to the alphabet community or to the Latino community or to the immigrant community. She's never gonna say, but am I gonna do something specifically for immigrants? No. Am I gonna do something specifically for, for, for he, she's? No. No, she's never gonna say that. Like but, but, but Barack Obama came with specific policy positions for the Latino fucking community. When he came up with the Dreamer Act, we didn't hear a rising tide lifts all boats. You did something that was specifically for them and their their predicament, which their predicament is they ass over here illegally. But that ain't my goddamn problem. Stay, stay, stay in Mexico where you belong. Mm -hmm. You see, so you don't get to come over here and enjoy rights and benefits while you're not even a citizen. You're illegal. I mean, that's always been been my position. You know, especially with motherfuckers who come here talking about, <laughs> I came here with nothing and right. work, work hard. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Like, if you work so hard, you should, you should be working hard to make your own country great so you can enjoy 
right? Exactly. Your country is so you can have freedom in your country, but because in my my I what I say is that the immigrant is wholly a lazy piece of shit, a lazy parent. <laughs> Because they have no intent on picking their own motherfucking country. Instead, they come over here like locusts and and and, and try to turn this country into the country that they're fleed from. Mm-hmm. I agree. And now you look. And now you now you look at what you got. Mm-hmm. When I and my uh, uh, appeal to especially the, the black man is that this is where our focus should be on because these are the things that affect our day-to-day lives, not some chick that didn't give me a fucking pony in high school. Right. Like, you're talking about relationships and how to lead you a high-value man. Well, look, they about to turn this fucking economy into a banana republic. What the fuck? You ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be no high-value uh, uh, no high shit. Like and then not only that you're gonna be priced out to such extent it's it's gonna be hard for you to even operate. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then and the more things advance, you know, like uh, you ask ask me about uh, automation and then and then in the trucking industry. Yeah, like you know, uh, diesels are gonna be around for a while. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The cost of personnel is going to be lower than ever the more they open the motherfucking borders. Mm-hmm. For cheaper labor. Yeah, so. especially if you get some Nigerian immigrant or some Mexican immigrant that undercuts you on a, you know, on a, on a, on a logistics job, you know, driving trucks. I mean, I see that now. I see uh, Iraqis. You know, Indian, Asian. I see all those people on the road every day, man. And they're in, and they're they're in, they're in high numbers, man. Don't even speak that same language. Don't even speak English. And they in the damn truck. I'm like, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But you know, we're not even talking. You know, having the same conversation. Like we're not even talking about securing. Securing the, uh, the the future, we're talking about you know pussy all day. Like, every, yeah, every- that, I was gonna say that. That's you're right. Like that's something that's a common staple you hear, and like in this segment of, of of white society's talking points, they believe in in securing something for the future generations. This American nigga don't think like that. He only thinks about the here and now, and what's in his own best interest. That's how, that's that's how we think. That's how we think, man. We don't we don't view our children as as our successes. We view them as our contemporaries. This is why this is this is part of the social devolution you see in black society. Where now you know I've seen people make this observation: how you know, like grandparents, both men and women, they appear to be younger nowadays. But it's not because black don't crack. It's because the motherfucking asses are immature. And what it is, you have these older niggas competing with the younger ones. That's why. You don't view these these up and comers as as your successes. You think they're your fucking contemporary. Well, you because this is the way this nigga has been has been socialized to think and been conditioned to think. He doesn't think about the future. Doesn't think about the long game. 
only about the here I mean, and now and what's in his own best interest and his own self-aggrandizement. I mean, and you really look at it, you know, that, 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 that statement is so true on so, so many levels where you're seeing old, <laughs> these older dudes, you know, they're in their, you know, 50s talking about pickup artist shit. About that, the young dudes following this older nigga is sitting there up in this older nigga's face that's telling him that the women want older older men, but what he's really doing is trying to make himself more appeasing to younger women. Yeah, right about that. and, and and even even in that cerulean because i like i do i get what you're saying and i do know that you do have this thing now i've noticed this phenomenon too where you have younger sisters who are i would say overly attracted to older men but what that actually is is, is it's an indictment of the failure of those men to prepare the younger men for what they need to be doing that's why see that's why the sisters are are predisposed to these older men because there's a there's a quality that the older men may have that the younger men don't because the older men have failed the younger men. That's mm. the, that, that's what's inherent in that. The older- it goes back to that exact same thing of what I was just talking about, how how we've been on this thing now where we've been all about what's what's in our own best interests and our own self-aggrandizement. This is this has been the, the pretty much the standard for a long like the, what we was just talking about. Like this is why you had these niggas coming up in the wake of the civil rights movement who could get these positions of of prominence and enrich themselves because it's that same type of thinking. But mm-hmm. now you don't the, now there's a there's an imbalance that exists between young black men and young black women. When now this is why you see so many sisters talking about niggas can't get on my level on a certain on a on a certain uh, 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 on a certain level. They're not lying like that. They're, they're, what they're saying isn't isn't without merit or isn't or isn't uh, without validity. There is an imbalance that 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 exists now, and it's because too many of the older men at that time period, when they should have been when they should have been on a red pill shit, then they weren't. They were enjoying the leisure. They were enjoying the easy sexual fucking access. And now you want to come back some 20, 30, 40, 50 years uh, after the fact and only want to blame sisters. Don't want to hold any responsibility or any accountability. This was always my argument when they were talking about well, we was pushed out the home. Yeah, you may have been pushed out the home, but you wasn't pushed out the community. You were there the whole time. So, so you mean to tell me that um, a milk truck uh, came by in in exchange <laughs> for your grown black ass? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now if I have a conversation with you, get in the milk truck, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's the truth, man. You know, and, and now and these it, young folks don't even don't, don't even understand like like the like the older guys are, are, are still trying to live their second, you know, twenties and thirties. Right. Forty but, is the new thirty. I talked about that the other day too. Forty is the new thirty. No, it's not. 40 is 40. It's like these big chicks we talk about saying, this is what you are. It's going to be the new 50, 60 is going right. to be the new 60, nigga. Hey, uh, 
I mean, I've even heard I've even heard derelict Negro males like, man, I'm I'm forty I'm forty five forty six years old. I look better than you. <laughs> like, like fuck out, like fuck out of here. Like, and what it is, I, I think because you know because of the the, the life I live is, is different. That uh, like I guess sexual like appease me the way that. They did in my, you know, teens and twenties, you know? right? And it, it, and it's it is so so interesting to see these older dudes that this is the first time they're actually uh, live living the life that they should have been living when in their, their teens and twenties. They're going through all of these things that a, 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 a tween would go through, or right, something would go through, you know, right. They're like, why are you having all of these motherfucking problems with these motherfucking women? Like, this is the type of shit that a motherfucking twenty-something year old go through. Right. Arrested development, man. Fifty-something year old motherfucker supposed to be going through. Right. Like fifty-something, fifty-something motherfucking years old talking about you got to bat twenty-five year olds with with a stick. It's like, boy, if you don't get your suspicious ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. I tell you, man. Strange world, man. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it's very it's very juvenile, and so when when I when I see people in my own peer group who I know are are in the same age range that I am, and I see them, you know, operating in a very juvenile way, it lets me know uh, what what uh, what the likelihood is for their children and where they are and not 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 to not to judge these people as parents but I'm, I'm talking about from a you know from a cultural aspect from a you know a, 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 within a social context of how we're we're not we're not progressing at this point we're regressing we're going backwards mm-hmm. we're going in we're going in the wrong direction we're going in an untoward direction you look at the conversation and what the conversations are we only want to spend a little bit of time on on pertinent issues and then we want to spend the rest of our time on I'm nigga pussy. shit, I'm sex, pussy. I'm pussy. Uh, other uh, other dumb shit, sports, bread, and circuses. But the real pertinent issues that we need to have a conversation that we need to be talking about. Because at least if you talk about it, if you brainstorm about it, you if you if you you might you might come up on a solution by accident. See what I'm saying? If you talk about solutions enough, you might come up on you might come up on solutions by accident. But we don't even we don't even pay enough attention or spend enough time talking about what we need to talk about. I posted it on my Facebook page the other day. The average attention span of an American in 2013 was eight seconds. The average attention span of a goldfish is nine. What does that what does that mean? And you know, and you know what, what, what whatever is taking place in black society in white in, in American society is <laughs> even it's even hyperized in, in black society. So it's it's the, the attention uh, attention span probably five seconds. Yeah, that's right. They can't even pay pay attention long, like they can't pay lo- attention long enough to Cerulean to grasp what he's saying. They hell, can't hell, pay attention long enough. They don't pay attention to you. You get right. me? And even See, if they, I, think, they think that's they think that's boring. They they think it's boring. Yeah. But until 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 the, the reality come down, I see what what it is is you always fatten up Goyim before the slaughter. You always fatten them up. See, you niggas think see that you think it's not tyranny because you're comfortable under the tyranny. Mm-hmm. You have a you've carved out a place of a place of comfort for yourself 
under the tyranny, but they always fatten up goyim for, before the slaughter. They always fatten up the goyim before the slaughter. So eventually you're going to have to face it. You're going to have to deal with the reality sooner or later. You, the weed ain't going to stop you getting high. Ain't going to stop you from facing the reality. Hiding out in the black woman vagina ain't going to stop you from face. Like Dr. Francis Chris Wilson said, ain't going to stop you from facing the reality. Making little nigga music ain't going to stop you from facing the reality of what's actually going on. Sooner or later, you want that. What, what what Thanos said? Run from it, dread it. Destiny comes all the same. You're gonna have to face the situation yeah. sooner or later. Yeah. So they, they but they, but they think, but they, but when Cerulean dropping his science, they niggas think it's they niggas think it's boring, mm-hmm. and they'll follow a clown and a gesture, a jester. Mm-hmm. See, this is what they'll follow. But what the thing until about- one day. They say, okay, that's it. Show's over. You know, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And one day they say, okay, enough is enough. But you have to think this about is where, this is where This is where you're headed. This is where this, this is where the society is headed. If, if, if Civil War was to pop off right now, do we have any idea how ill-prepared and equipped we are? Shit, I didn't want my gut to that. <laughs> we're, not even, we're not even, we're not, you know, I, I would tell... I would tell, I remember mean, I was telling Deity that chaos, we're not even in, we niggas not even in the game. Yeah. We're not even in the game. These people been preparing, like this, <laughs> these militias and shit, they've been preparing for this shit since the 70s, man. Mm-hmm. And longer than that. And what's going to happen, and, and I keep in mind, I'm someone who, who's come from a kind of like post, like apocalyptic situation with Hurricane Katrina. So I know what it looks like yeah. when a society when the society has has devolved and there is no law and order it is and it's every man for himself mm-hmm. see i know what that's like and you have to navigate yourself and your family to a place of safety i know what that is like mm-hmm. see but the vast majority of us have no idea see what and it's going to be the same thing of what it always is when there is no law and order and when there is no government control government to control when the government's hands are tied so to speak those same militias who you see running up into the Capitol and all that and who are ready to go to war with the government, they're mm-hmm. going to they're going to turn their guns on you too. Mm-hmm. But you don't have no guns to you don't have nothing to fight back with because you got on Jordans. Mm-hmm. And you got on your 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 what was Cerulean saying? Them them shoes. Yeah. You got on you got on brands. Yeah, you and you got, got on bling, but you don't have no you don't have no guns, no ammo, nothing that's necessary for, for survival. Your red, because you've been you've been a consumer. You've been thinking like a hyper consumer. You got your, your, your heeled, your heeled Chelsea boots. <laughs> you sitting there trying to run one of the goddamn heels break off. You, you know what I'm saying? All right, keep keep fucking keep playing. Keep fucking like Cassandra really said. That's the real not fucking around coalition. I'm telling you, man. Go on YouTube. I remember one time I was watching his YouTube channel, right? And this is a while back, so it's always been because I just started watching those types of channels again. Because I be, I know they white supremacists, but I'm trying to get information. I'm here <laughs> hustling on how to do this shit. So I was watching this one, and this guy, he was like testing like different body armor, and he had like a dummy. You know, like they be trying to be funny, and they name they give their dummies names like that. They be shooting that right, mm-hmm. and he he caught the name of that dummy was Tyrone. That's the wow. that was the name of that 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 dummy that he was shooting at, and. The face was like a, the face was a Negroid face. 
Mm. I wish wow. I could find that video. Yeah. See, so when it so when it so when it breaks down, mm. and when the government's hands are tied, and when the local police are they 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 they, they can't be everywhere at once. Those same militia, those same militia groups are going to turn their guns on you, and they're going to say you were looting. And we gotta understand also that uh, you turning your Uzi sideways and spraying is not even comparative <laughs> to a dude who's been tactic, who's been tactical. Training. You know, it's true. I, I, you I, know. I, I, I 15, when them assault rifles and know how to precision. You see, young kids, non-black kids up there to shoot. Like tar pads, like bing bing bing, hitting on the man. Bing 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 bing. And you know, I, and I just talked to Mary about that yesterday. And I, 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 when I bought that shotgun on New Year's Day, me and my girl saw the my girl twenty one. So she never been to a range. I'm gonna take her, but I saw a little girl who was no older than like six, and this dude was buying her a pellet gun to get her ready to shoot a twenty two. Right. But we got our daughters in the streets working, right? Yeah, they they, they, they do it. <laughs> you know? They do it through the you know they do it through the music and and, and through everything else. See, like and, and see, like for me, for a long time, I've owned guns sporadically in my home, but it would always uh, like I've, I've got six children, so they was always smaller. So I'd always I would always be worried. I spent a lot of my time on the road, so I would get rid of them. Now, like I said the other day, every man should have an armor. You should have a cache of a, a cache of weapons. Uh, you you need a you need a sidearm. You need a revolver in case you got to do something dirty to a nigga. <laughs> you need an assault rifle and you need a shotgun for home defense. At the very minimum, that's what you need. But, but at the I very like, minimum. But I like how you laid it out earlier, man. Because I mean, this is the truth. We're gonna have to face this sooner or later. And 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 it seemed like when you talk like that. All of a sudden, niggas want to, you know, indulge themselves or talking themselves out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Automatically offer, oh, no, that won't work. Oh, we we can't, you know, we can do this, though. And it's like, bro, haven't we not done that already they as a people? They won't let us do this, you know? Exactly. Uh, right. Come on, They ain't going to let us do that. What you mean? Like one time I was telling, I was having a debate. I think I forgot to do guy named Muhammad. I told him, man, if you really, really, all you would have to do is just stop consuming. <laughs> wait, wait, ain't that mean we're going to starve to death? Did you say any means by necessary, by any means necessary or not? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like if you, like if it come down to it, what you going to do? If it come down to it. it didn't it, what, what he said, who was that? I think Alexander Hamilton, give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. That was the only, that was the two choices as, as, as it was laid out. So why are you making all these other qualifiers when we start talking about by any means? See what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. Just pay attention. That's why, I, like, come on, man. You start start laying out by by any means, real by any means, and watch how the disposition change. Because what it is, you really don't want to do what's necessary. You comfortable? Uh, no, because half the time they're not trying to do what's needed. They're trying to employ that energy to other people so they could just sit there and talk about it. Right. See, here's the thing: when you put them on the spotlight, and you be like, "Okay, what are you? How are you going to add to this so-called revolt?" They start, they start pivoting, but they were just talking in quote-unquote code and stuff like that to tell you subliminally, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to pick up this rifle and fight for our people," but they won't do it. Nah, they won't. They won't. They won't even fight you know for themselves. I mean? That's what. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like they won't even. 
they won't even fight for themselves. Like here it is, niggas don't even have the strength of character to not pander to an audience, to mm-hmm. not even to not even you you such a slave to the dollar and to comfort that you'll put you'll put a dollar over principle, so you'll say whatever will get you paid. You'll say whatever will get you paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is what this is what dudes be doing. Like they'll. They'll pander to the audience because that's what's getting them paid. Went, and the sisters do it too, but we ain't talking about sisters. No, You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be the initiator. You're supposed to be the standard bearer. That's why you don't see me. I try not to cater. To, I try not to cater like that. I'm going to tell you what I think, whether you agree with it or not. If you rock with it, you do. If you don't, you don't. But, see, but I'm not going to sell out my principles for money or for nothing. I mean, there's a lot. There's, but see, there's, you know, there's a lot of niggas that, that we, can, we can name right now on YouTube that's doing that. Yeah, which is why you see, uh, uh, hell, there's a specific one that's had so many motherfucking name changes and platform changes, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, you can, and, and you, gotta look, you gotta look at what you're doing, what's gonna be the net the, the net effects of, of what you're saying. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, you, you, you know, you're getting subscribers or whatever the case is. It's funny, is we laughing, you think it's but, but what are you doing to? To the, to, the, to the young impressionable minds that's hearing what you're saying, oh, like, no, we don't you, even you know. We don't, we, we don't even know or consider how, through our adoption of capitalist values, we, we advocate for our own racial suicide. I See, to, but they'll tell I'm, you, like Dr. Rooney was saying, they'll start talking that red pill shit as if race isn't a pertinent issue. But I got yeah. this fucking book, man. Like when these when these when these top white men was constructing shit, they would they talk like that. Like they talk in the terms of. Of race suicide, so they're thinking about the whole group. They ain't just thinking about themselves. They was thinking about the whole group. This is why elite white men or the so-called high-value white men would put things in place to make otherwise bottom, low-value white men at least be middle-class white men. That's why, because they understood that if they didn't, the race would die out mm. because they wouldn't be able to afford the children. In an industrialized, modernized setting see, that wasn't based on a, that wasn't based on an agrarian economy. See now you now you now you're hitting that another, another element because you know you have niggas running around here telling these folks the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, got them concerned with, with with what's being a high value man. Like one, if you can't put another another brother in the middle class, you ain't nothing high value about you. Right. Exactly. But see, exactly. we got. But we also gotta look at the fact that those people who are who who are elevated or whatever the case may be, those people see white society. They when it comes to power, they teach us the inverse, the reverse. They hold, you know. And at the end of the day, what they do is, any type of celebrity that may feel any type of remorse or any type of connection to black society for suffering from injustice or racism. They'll individualize that person because they know he got they, that person got the money. So they'll individualize. Oh, why are you worried about that? Oh, it didn't happen to you X, Y, and Z. But racism right. comes for us all the same, right? And that's what a lot of these people don't like to like to understand because they're in a position where they they could suffer less. Well, you look at you, you, look, know? you look at you look at what's happening right now. They have collectivized like white these poor whites have collectivized their struggle. Mm-hmm. Them moving in a mass the way that they are. While, while, see, everything that you're seeing happening 
with the storming the castle or the White House debunks the last like 80 years of everything that these white supremacists have been saying. Yep. It, it nullifies everything that they've been saying. So, 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 it, are we going to have a, a recanting by Charles Murray? Mm. Right. Are we going to have a, a recanting by, uh, you know, uh, what's, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Obsidian's, uh, you know. Uh, who, David Carroll? Not David, not David Carroll. Uh, Peterson? Not Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Um, the, who? Um, ben Shapiro? Well, yeah, yeah, everything Ben Shapiro fucking nullifies. Talk all that shit. You <laughs> ass Jew got to say about, uh, you know, right? But you ain't, ain't reporting on this shit. You want to know why? Because them poor whites will snatch that yarmulke right off his motherfucking scalp. You copy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like them, 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 them Protestant Christian whites, man. They can't stand them Jews. Man. <laughs> yeah, they can't stand them Jews. They they look at they view them Jews as 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 seditious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying they really do, man. But not that yet. Yeah, that's true, man. See, they 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 see they run that game on us, man. Like even even like the whole thing with the. You know, with the the, the fatherless home and that, and that type of stuff. Like I said, man, when when the Italians and when the the Irish and when the Jewish were in those slums and in those ghettos and those northern cities, and they was engaging in what they was engaging in bootlegging and prostitution and all this other shit because they were economically marginalized. No one ever blamed it on their daddy. No one ever blamed it on masculinity. Masculinity, whether it was they were hyper masculine or or whether they were were um less masculine no why nobody ever blamed it on that only when it comes to us do we portray uh, uh the inclinations of violence and criminality in that environment only do we attribute it to some some particular pathology that's endemic to blackness we never we never put it within the context of the environment that is taking place in when they know that that's what that environment does they know that that's why they created the suburbs so mm -hmm. you couldn't have a middle class in the city you know, because the city environment is not conducive to a to a to a family setting, to a traditional family setting. The vices that exist in the city, like prostitution or gambling or mm -hmm. drinking, right. will will eventually erode the social cohesion amongst that group, and so mm -hmm. the group will come more individualized. So this is why they 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 made an avenue for those for these other European immigrants. To, to, to migrate out into the suburbs and, and gave them access to middle-class status and middle-class living while leaving us there. And then when they left us there, they then deindustrialized those uh, those those City. um, cities. Yeah. Taking the economic and the tax base away and then putting figurehead Negroes in, in so-called quasi-positions of authority after they had already gutted and depleted the resources from that area and funneled it into the suburbs. But yet we'll have we'll we'll take up these talking points. We'll take it up and we'll create an entire gender war around it and never really get to the real issue or get to to the real culprit. And, and we've fallen for this political sleight of hand. Wow. The, the, the government, because this wasn't just done on a state or local level the, the federal government of the United States was 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 wholly steeped in this. 
and implicated in this and allowed this. They allowed it. Well, not I mean, it's not just that, but I mean, James B. Cannot wrote, you know, city slums and suburbs back in the 20s. Mm. Right. Okay. And I'm writing that down right now because I want to I want to get that book. You said James B. Cannot. C-O-N-A-N-T, C-O-N-A-N-T. Okay, cities and slums. The slums, there's uh, slums and suburbs. Okay. Uh, that's that's one of the books that um, uh, E. Frank Fraser used for the- News for his book, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually one of the major books because in that in that book that James B. Canals actually that actually he wrote, he wasn't talking about a black community. He's talking about the Irish community and, mm -hmm. and, and, and yep. what the soul. Right. And, and 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 now what what you have is this uh generational game of uh telephone. This uh it's really just reemerged old southern strategy talking points that have reemerged as this genderized conversation about how shitty black women is right um, I was like so so you're telling me that everything that white society has been saying about you is true then mm -hmm. because how can so if, if 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 everything the black woman does is defective that means because you came out of that black hole that means you can't do no no good anyway right that means right. That, apple don't fall far from the tree it, it, but see that would that would serve the the impetus of a of a full on total annihilation of black folk, right? You know because that's 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 how the preamble starts to eliminating a population, mm -hmm. and now when you have said population that is this is believing this very same thing, well it can't be wrong. I mean the people that live in that community say it. Mm -hmm. Now you basically just giving permission for your own your full on removal. You know, that's, exactly. That's the you know that's the danger of cooning. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You're right. You know, having this contextless you know argument, uh, and I remember you know B just kept saying it, but black women go ahead to do better. Black women go ahead to do better. Like so, so you're basically advocating for a gynocracy. <laughs> so you're telling right. that they should be able to do your motherfucking job and then right. give up that power <laughs> to, to your sorry black ass who ain't did shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. You gotta talk about it's like it's like it's like that quote says it's better to build strong children than, than to repair than to repair broken men. And so even if because I, I won't ignore I won't deny that that we do have to get more and better from sisters but what i'm saying is is that that you have to start that at its inception point like you have to they have to be socialized to do that like you you're not going to like you you you're not going to do that by first uh, lambasting and browbeating black women the in these public forums and public spaces that's not going to do it the first motherfucker that's got to be re-socialized is this negro male i would agree with that too all of this all of the all of the stats point to Okay, you're the furthest behind. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're the if you're the one that's been left behind, who needs the motherfucking work? Them or you? Mm. 
Because mm-hmm. last time I checked, they're just motherfucking trying to hold shit up in, in spite of not having a productive Negro male. Mm-hmm. All the stats actually point to that. Right. Right. I, I mean, the whole the whole country's focus has always been on keeping the black male down. Period. Anyway, I'm not talking about keeping the black male down. I'm talking about empowering the black male, but he's got to be focused in the right motherfucking direction. Not because the the gender argument keeps him focused on aspirations of pussy. <laughs> no, exactly. You, you listen. Exactly. You listen to you listen to that suspicious talk about high value men. <laughs> All of that, all of that shit really is is a motherfucking uh, 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 set of rhetoric to keep Negroes in the motherfucking hamster wheel for competing for pussy. Mm-hmm. Nah, and that's exactly that's exactly what I'm talking about. See, 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 we we lost sight of the fact that instead of you know blaming and saying they need the help and they need to work. So we lost sight of the fact that society is really aimed totally destroying the men first. That's that's what I mean. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's because it's because they know that that the the the, the they know that the men are are their inherent competition because males compete. Males compete for for power, for privilege, and in the in the right to in the right to procreate. That's what males do. Trying to tamper down, they're trying to tamper down these young motherfucking millennial. And, and, and Z men to keep them from being able to compete with their old ass so they could live their second fucking childhood. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know what all of that shit is about, these older niggas sitting there telling you, man, stay away from single mothers. Why? Because they they don't want you fucking with their baby mamas that they made. <laughs> one, of the main, one of the main proponents of that rhetoric is laid up with another nigga's baby mama. Mm. I think you're giving them too much credit there. I I, I think um see what I what I see nowadays, right? Um when I looked over there in that space and I saw the progression of it, um, it's this weird thing because they started naming it was it 2.0, 3.0? Yeah, 2. they keep changing different different gigs. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 like it's like a Windows 95 Vista bad update. Mm-hmm. Like every time you see there's a new update that doesn't work right, right? And then they just act like it didn't exist because they changed their whole verbiage, right? First we was, uh, first, you know, everybody was, first it was the pro-black argument, which is the strongest consistent argument, right? Because it encompasses the whole community, but it puts agency on black men, right? So, but then you would have to take the other responsibility of saying that in whole and in the situation that black men in as a whole in society, we somewhere along the lines, not our fault, but it's our fault because it's not a woman's job to challenge the environment. It's actually a man's job to challenge the environment regardless of what that environment is, right? And if this is not true, then how are human people living in the desert or living in colder climates, right? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. living 
further inland, men get together and men challenge the environment. They invent things to make the cost of living. Like, why are people in droves moving from California into Arizona? Ain't Arizona desert? No, it's cheap. It's cheap. No, I'm just saying. Like, you're moving away. Like, you know, think about it. And safer than living in an overloaded slum like Los Angeles. Like Los Angeles. But here's the crazy part, right? It's, you know, we're talking about, let's just talk about men in general, right? Let's just say men in general, right? You got a whole ocean next to you. We have modern technology. I used to be on a Navy ship. We used to throw away more clean water overboard. Then keep it on board because we used to make so much. So an RO unit, two RO units can make enough water to feed a whole city. You know how I know this? Because when we had that goddamn shit in Thailand with that tsunami, two Navy destroyers off the coast gave the city of Padia power and fresh, clean water with no problem. Right? So if that's the case, and you got all of this money in Los Angeles, how in the fuck do you motherfuckers not have water where the ocean is right there? <laughs> right there. Right there. It doesn't make no sense, but people in Nevada got water. And they're in the desert. People in Arizona, they got water. Matter of fact, they got water and air conditioning. Right? You having power outages in California. That means that the men that are in charge have not conquered and been in harmony with the environment which causes the decay of said state to the level in which they become in debt there's famine there's homelessness and people are moving the fuck out in droves right you're having a great southern migration in reverse it's not go west young man it's go south young man so now these are white men. These are the majority of that are in power in the United States. You're seeing the decline and you're seeing the dereliction of these white men. The dereliction is so bad that they ran up in the goddamn fucking federal building. <laughs> right? You're looking at that right there, that type of dereliction to that point where a white man told another white man, I don't care about your fucking suffering. I'm not giving you this $2,000 stimulus package. Fuck you. Take this $600 and go about your business. And they got together and they said, no, fuck you because we outnumber you and we will show you. And guess what they did? They waltzed right in there and the motherfuckers went high. Now, what I'm basically saying is this. If everything starts and ends with the man, right? Now, these same white men were on these online spaces way before these black men were up here championing these ideas of it's the woman's fault, right? The woman, First it went child support. Then it went, I can't see my kids. Then it went, I, I don't got no rights. Then it went, I can't have access to the pussy because she want to choose the wrong type of man. It's her fault. Then it went so extreme where the men started killing the women, right? All these crazy dudes start running around, shooting up fucking yoga studios and shit like that, right? Then the men started to realize it's not the women's fault. 
It's these fucking men's fault. They using these women to beat us over the head. Now the problem is in those spaces with black men at, they haven't got the memo. The white men got the memo. Niggas is just late to the party with everything. Now you're having this dissonance because that whole, well, nigga, we can all get passports and go to another country. Well, COVID stopped that. And only like 2% of black men will ever even do that anyway. Because niggas don't even want to get on planes. Because if a nigga can't fly somewhere, can't drive somewhere, he ain't going. Because niggas don't like planes. They don't. Ask people in your family they're going to fly somewhere. What's the first thing they're going to tell you? I'll wait. Right? So you can't SYSBM. You can't do all this other shit. So the only thing that you fucking can do is stop blaming everything else. Take agency upon yourself and say it's the fucking environment. Let me challenge the fucking environment. Challenge that shit. And that means that I need to incorporate myself and compete against another group of motherfucking men. And if I conquer some shit, then the women will follow in tow because they naturally would like to rest in said environment. Whether it's you or the government and most women, they would rather be nesting with a man than with some fictitious form of government that'll move and sway whenever they see fit. And the government just showed how much it gives a fuck about its women because the only person that died in the last two uprisings with these motherfucking far right dudes was women. One woman got ran over in Virginia. Another woman got shot in the fucking chest. Think about it. No men died in these protests, but it has been women when they actually protested. So this is just my thoughts just watching this shit from afar and I do like to raise my hand and say I live in a patriarchy and I do like to say a lot of niggas that are complaining on YouTube would not even last an inkling in a patriarchy because most patriarchies have a high suicide rate from the male side and this is facts so the so-called gynocracy is actually keeping you whiny bitch ass niggas alive Well, that's what that's that's what I said. The reason, like that, that's the whole thing. Like the other niggas don't even understand what patriarchy is. Patriarchy is is how you order and stratify men. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. The, the women, the women are nothing but proxies for power. And in, in, in that context, the women, the women, like you even gotta gotta debate with them on how the, the women are the prize. Like that's that's nature. That's Bateman's principle. Females are are re, are a resource that males compete over. You see that. Throughout, you see that throughout the animal kingdom, not just with not just with primates or with or with humans. You see that throughout the animal kingdom, males compete for the right to to copulate their seed with the female. Exactly, and you know what? I have a perfect. I have an equation. Would everybody like to hear my equation? Yeah, go for it. Okay, p two or p to the second power times p to the fourth power. <laughs> Do anybody know what that means? Uh, right? Provisions squared times provisions to the fourth, I mean, times protection to the fourth power equals P. You know what P is? P is peace and a piece of pussy. Because these niggas only get peace when they got some pussy. Mm -hmm. so let me explain it, right? If you're providing, you have to provide for yourself, you have to provide for your mate, right? So that means you have a woman, right? But mm -hmm. we all know that provisions alone 
do not keep a woman. Hence the educated, lame, six-figure, high-value nigga versus the Pookie and Ray Ray argument. Because the homosexual that sits on the couch in the hood, why does he have more access to pussy that these niggas are crying about? Because he can protect the pussy. But that doesn't mean he's in power because he doesn't get the peace. See, you can't get the pussy, but that doesn't mean he has peace of mind because she's always telling him how much he doesn't provide. So he has to double up his, he has to quadruple up his protection. You get how that works? So he doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any peace. And he certainly ain't getting no pussy. Because at mm. any time, she can change that nigga out. Or she can have a side nigga or a simp nigga, which will be the six-figure nigga that might not even sniff the pussy because she getting the provisions by providing for the HDMI one nigga sitting on the couch. But even but even that argument now, now I think we all know that that you like you do have a segment of sisters right that love like to have a they have an affinity for the street dude or whatever and a lot of times it's because many of these sisters come from that type of environment i mean you had that thing with what that was got a rough neck gotta have a rough neck that's it that type of shit right but 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 hold on because uh, this whole thing where sisters don't like smart dudes and all, that shit is bullshit you know what i'm saying that shit is bullshit man like it's, it's, I'm not saying that that they. I'm just saying that in context, it's all about protection. Right, right. So let, me break it, let me break it down. Let's let's move it from the sisters and let's move it at women overall, right? So let me mm -hmm. give you a perfect example. Perfect example, right? Okay. Remember Thug Bay, right? Right. Right. Got locked up, had the mug shot. He becomes a model, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Now this was his fifth stint in prison. He had a wife. He was married. He had kids. He gets he gets divorced and married to the heiress of Topshop. Now the heiress of Topshop is a billionaire, right? She is a high value woman, right? Right. Even the top one percent of the world of earners, better yet, the top zero zero one percent of women, right? Why in the hell is she dating down with a roughneck ass dude? Because of protection. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a protection mindset. Now, what I mean is protection is your provisions mean nothing if you can't protect it. And if a woman feels as though the only thing that you can provide that you can't protect, regardless if you're a smart dude or not, there's plenty of smart, very intellectual dudes that will fuck you up. Right. That's true. If you fuck with their family. That's what a woman has to feel. Now, in our case, in the environment that a lot of us come from, we come from said environment where the protectors are the rough dudes and then the guys that are the smart guys are not considered protectors because they have not been tested in that realm because they didn't have to because of those guys are filling that environment. But best believe that doesn't mean anything. Right. Because that means is that if that woman chooses that type of man and she's in that environment and you're a six figure nigga, then why are you dealing with downtrodden holes in the first place? You need to be dealing with upper class women in the first place. That yeah, not you deal with, with down, downtrodden holes because those are the only holes that they got power over. And they don't have and the complaints is that they don't have power. Really, They don't even have, have power. over They. they, they they think because uh, they they might be slightly you know higher up on the social economic ladder that they should be able to have or exercise some power. That's that myth of white manhood I was talking about. There you, know? and there you go, and that's what I said is is if a woman feels that you can provide and you can protect at the same time, right now you have to carry your code, right, right. You have to carry your code. You have to provide. 
You have to protect. These are the basics of anything. Now, if you provide and protect, now we go along the physical protection. Now you got to go to the emotional protection, right? You know what I'm and that means you have to give her her attention. You have to be there as a person that can hear whatever and communicate. You know what I'm saying? If we get into all of this, you don't just come in, wake up in the morning. Yeah, I got this six figure house. I'm a six figure nigga. I'm this, this, that, the third, and, and I'm protecting raw my masculinity. Bend over, bitch. Take this dick, y'all. No, that's not how that works. You actually have to be in a relationship with a person and actually have some type of communicational skills with this woman. You have to have a personality. She has to understand that I will follow you, but you will listen to good counsel when needed, but I will defer to you. This leads to automatic submission because if you can provide, that means you are conquering the environment. If you can protect, you are conquering the environment. If you are providing and protecting emotionally and physically, you're doing all of This woman will be- I, I think there's, an, I think there's another power. component to it too, though. And, and I think there's another component to it too, and that's 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 natural selection. Like uh, aside from that, the 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 protection and provision piece, which I I do agree with. Like like females females will 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 pick their mates based on based on the, the physical traits and characteristics. So like lionesses, they choose their they choose their mates based on how thick and how dark the lion's mane is. So some of this is just biological too. Like what sisters are are basically attracted to, and what you have the argument of these other brothers making. Is they're saying, well, because I make this money, because I'm six figure, sister, you shouldn't be using what you shouldn't be going with what makes you attractive. You should go with the men who, quote unquote, are productive. That's what they're saying. And so what they're saying is, well, you you choose you choosing this man just because he he's a jawline or he he over six foot or whatever the, whatever the trade is. But they doing it. See what they're doing is they're they're doing the exact same thing of what of what they of what they're accusing sisters of because what it really is is. You want these bad bitches, but oh, the bad yeah. bitches don't want you necessarily. You, you, yeah. guys, you guys are overloading my brain with too too much logic. You you mean to tell me, <laughs> um, you tell me that, that it I, I I I have to do more than just put on this uh, Easter theme blazer, candles, bad body works. Yeah, yeah, man, you're going yeah. to have to push more better blazer, better suit. You're going to have to come with, correct with some of those. I can't, I can't just wear the pastel yellow tie with the lavender shirt. No, nah, 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 nigga, you're going to have to do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, no, here's the thing, right? You can't have a mink coat. Not, not, not lavender. Not lavender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mink coat, too. I can't have that on with my suit. No, man. How come she just don't choose me based on on my my violet my violet Chelsea boots. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Easter theme was in, you know. I got the I got the pastel pink shirt on with the you know with the pastel yellow tie with the Easter theme over jacket on. Yeah. I thought you don't got the women. You you telling me that that's not what gets the women's yeah, that, that doesn't get the push wet, my nigga. Like, you know, I was I would say this, right? I would say this, and this is just me. When when it when, you know, I'm I was listening to just watching things told by suspicious Samuels that all I needed <laughs> was 
a pastel colored blazer with some Chanel number nine and some played out Christian Louboutins from places elsewhere. You know, when I grew up, only women wore Chanel number nine. Like, I'm just saying that was just that was just me. I, I guess I well, guess he told we'll me the Easter theme was in. It ain't even Easter yet. Shit, we didn't get the carnival <laughs> lit yet. The fuck? <laughs> like you know, it's Black History Month yet. It's, it's, it's but it, <laughs> it, 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 it too much. You make it too much sense. I was I was told all of these things. I was told that the pussy was gonna be in the mail. Oh, you mm-hmm. talking the Rona pussy? Oh, because women needed provisions, so they were just gonna throw themselves. Yeah. Plus, you know, told oh. me to pick up these uh these pink Christian Louboutins with the you know Easter color blazer on. Mm-hmm. Like, so, have have y'all noticed, right? And this is just me. Have y'all noticed that, right? Online, I've, I've, you know, articles have come out about how women, right, that have jobs, that had careers, because because they can't make ends meet, they have to regulate themselves to OnlyFans. I know, isn't it sad, my dude? That's the feminization of poverty. Poverty is is, is largely is largely a, a female issue, and that's because men like what what's, what y'all was just talking about men oppose environment and in a in, in a monetized world you get paid for that. Like the woman the woman's division that was always the the sticking point with 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 the feminists as they were going to war with these you know with with white men. It was the, their division of labor wasn't monetized. You didn't get paid for that. So you didn't get paid for being a housewife. There was no fringe benefits, no vacation time, no no hourly wage assigned to to the female division of labor. That's what that's what you know. It's it's yeah. Like see what 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 we think is we think women will automatically leverage leverage sex to get what they want, but that's what you have to do when you have a consortium of men that that control the resources. And who wants sex? It's it's, it's, it's demand and supply. Shine on in Chelsea boots and this pastel color. <laughs> 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 and, and, and you, you know, what? and I'm like, and you know what? You do have a point, but that still goes to differ. That at the end of the day, long as a woman is at least a five and a half to a six. She mm-hmm. has the God gift of leveraging the yeah. now for provisions. Right. Yeah. 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 Now, nah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not. That's, yeah. yeah I, know, I understand that. But, but, but you know what? And and you and you're right. And this. But again, like I said, I look at it. It's it's like what we say. The men are the initiators, so it's demand and supply. Like you look at now how we have. I think we all can can agree that the twerking and the and the over sexualization. How sisters many times make themselves low hanging fruit through, you know, through buying into that. But it's it's because that's what we put our emphasis on as men. For a long time, the socialization was telling us to to, to only care about getting sex the easiest, the quickest, and the fastest. So now, what's happened that because of that, you've created an arm an arms race among sisters. Where now, because this is what you desire or what you said you desired as men, now you have an overabundance of it, and now you don't have you don't have a, enough. A, a high stable of women who can do the motherhood 
woman wife thing. See, but that's your fault as the men because you put your you were only concerned with the easy sexual gratification. You weren't you weren't that's what I was saying. Like niggas wasn't espousing family building principles in the 80s and the 90s. Let's just tell the fucking truth. Like at one point in time in this country, sisters were sisters were sexually conservative. But what would happen, you would yeah. go, brothers would go and slum with these white women. With music. Brothers, brothers would go and slum with white women yeah. and then come back to, and then come to black women. So now in order to compete, black women got to do more sexually. Now, it was, I remember it was a time in, in, in black society where sisters would not do fellatio. They would not give yeah. blowjobs. Yeah. We did that from white society. And, and I'm gonna say like this, right? And and his, you know, and 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 you're right about that because and and and, and where does that come from? That comes from the the whites, right? That white women got by tricking black women in joining a cause for they misguided rights, but they were the only ones to be able to cash those in, right? Off the back right. of black people for the second time. Right, so yeah. like like the women's suffrages and and you know so forth and and the first wave of feminism came Wait, off the backs of the black folks when they got their freedom and they. And they I'm always surmised, Dre, that, that when I look at um when I when I look at this like red pill theology, right, it's really, it's really just the the fourth wave of feminism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You look at you. You look at it. This is a, a overly, uh, you know, a feminized or, or suspicious male. Yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> a you know, yesteryears years talking points that have been long debunked. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're talking about single motherhood. Well, last time I checked, single motherhood is two parts. One part, yeah. the fact that a single penis went into a single woman and. Created a single baby, and yes. you signed up for some pussy, but you dodged the responsibility. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, and to be honest, like uh, I think you said this before, through, like until the act, but hate the consequence. And and to be honest, until what the eighties, like late seventies, eighties, mm. you know, child support wasn't a problem, right? And, right. And child support, and we all know. That is, it's more white women on welfare. It's more yeah. white women. There's more white women that can get welfare and child support quicker, and they are more likely to put you on child support quicker than black women will. And they get more. They get, they get, get more for child everything. They get more, right? So, so yeah. they get it quicker. They get it faster. And they quick to put you on it, right? So the whole child support argument, and in certain cases, because there's no definites in the universe, I've seen it on both ends. There's no definites in the universe. There are cases where these brothers do have a point where the woman, and you know, she used the child as a battering ram. But a lot of times, in a lot of situations, in no more than not, that if a black woman is putting you on child support, she may threaten to put you on child support. She may play it, but if she's got to go there, in a sometimes in a majority fashion, she has got to her wits end with you, and you, you the dude, the dude is being derelict in his responsibilities, right? Regardless right. of whatever. And a lot of times, women say a lot of things, 
and they're just women, right? But what I'm what I'm basically saying is this in the in the whole in the whole nutshell is that the the mainstream sexualization where black women have to compete, right? Um, mm -hmm. And women in general, this whole body positivity and putting yourself out there. I've, I've started to look at some things and you know, this is me living outside the country. I have noticed that the sanctity of being married, the single parent household or the woman working or the raising of the children or in these patriarchal societies or something like that, there is one key factor that people have failed to realize something. One key factor, right? And the key factor is that in all of these countries, prostitution is legal. Mm -hmm. right? See, the thing is, is that men that have resources, right? But they have these resources, but they are not tethered to a family. And what I mean is the family does not control who they marry. Because marriage, at the end of the day, regardless of what they want to tell you, is about building legacy. It is a business. Right, yeah. it was about two families coming together for the aspirations of building wealth to move from one class to another class or to sustain the class in which they're in. Now, poor people they have the option to marry for love because they ain't got shit, mm -hmm. right? But in the middle class or the upper middle class or whatever classes that you're in, that's what marriage is for. Now, the articles of prostitution are on the table and they are there for a reason because the people that have the time, that have the money, the men, so they're not running around here just aimlessly making these babies and not taking account for these babies. They can get their sexual desires off, sow their royal oats without spoiling the potential um, heirs or suitors or carriers of the nesters that take care of the environment in which you come, which are the women. See, this is why this is so this in this capitalist society by making prostitution illegal. Now think about this, right? The reason why I'm saying this, prostitution is illegal, but legal. Only fans. We know what only fans is, right? That is prostitution. It is prostitution. That's yeah. prostitution, right? Pornhub. Mm -hmm. That's prostitution, right? That is prostitution, right? Right? Mm -hmm. So there's two people on screen having sex with each other. There's a woman doing whatever or whoever's doing whatever they're doing, and you're there, right? You, do you pay for it directly? Not really, no. If you're watching it, there's so many ads that pop up that it pays for itself through AdSense and revenue, right? But mm -hmm. that's prostitution. There's a workaround for that, right? Now... If prostitution was just legal, just like opioids is legal that kill people, just like drugs and alcohol is legal that kill people, there will be a section of people, then women or whatever, that will go into that. That will then drive down this hype, pergamous thing where now that you have a choice, right? Because everybody wants to be compensated for their time, right? Mm -hmm. They want to be compensated for their time. Now, are there men that just go and have sex and do all of that other shit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Are there men that just go and do whatever they do? Yeah. Are there women that just go and whatever they do? And being married at the time at that time. Like remember in the night what before what the night after what? Uh before what 1907? There were cat houses. Right? Mm -hmm. 
They used to have clubhouses. They used to have gentlemen's clubs. Married men used to go out and whatever. This was a thing. Did married women go? Yeah. yeah. The brothels and shit. Did married women do they think? Yeah, they did they think. Because if he's out hanging out with the boys on Tuesday night once a month doing the boy thing, best believe she would, you know what I'm saying? She got her little pool guy over here and put it right here. But prostitution, I think, should be legal. And this is a societal thing for men, which will bring down something. And you won't have all these single households with these single parents running around overall. Now, does nature balance itself? What is the problem now? Birth rates are low overall. Birth yes. rates for black folk are low. Birth rates for white folk are extremely low. Mm -hmm. The reason why this is a fact is because why are they repealing the abortion laws? Why are they making abortion illegal in certain states? Why are they repealing um, Planned Parenthood? Because black people do not benefit from, from Planned Parenthood. We don't get anything from that, right? We don't get any, like white women can go get birth control. They can go get abortion shit done. They got Planned Parenthood is for white folks. For white women, right? White women fuck more on average than black women ever will. Mm -hmm. You know, they just have the economics in the baby can abort the baby or get get you know getting their uh, scraper on. You know. Yeah. Wait, wait, guys, guys. <laughs> Before we continue, let me yeah. answer um, Sherry's question. Is YouTube prostitution? To me, um, Bomb, to be honest with you, how I look at with black YouTube, nah, I don't see it. Now, if you only if you're selling out, I think that uh, you can, yeah. YouTube can be a, a, a tool for political prostitution, yeah. Yeah, depending on how you look at it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, depending on how you look at it, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all in how you look at it, like you, yeah. it, you know. But, but we, I'm not, I mean, I'm not monetized. So, if you're doing it for free, then it's a hobby. You know? I mean, you see some of these guys that you know, um, that regularly, uh, you know, change, change their name to, to try <laughs> to catch the algorithm. You know, they, they try to catch that algorithm because. You know they want to they want to go viral and be a big YouTube star. You know, mm -hmm. wow. yeah. But have but have but have absolutely nothing to say that's of any consequence to to to, to black society and the black community in a in a positive yeah. way or in a in a progressive way. Like if what you if what you're saying isn't if what you're saying isn't progressive, then then it's a non-starter. I don't care how popular how, how popular it is. Like popularity is rarely a it's rarely a qualifier of of of. Uh, well, let's, be, let's be honest. You know the message. You look, the, you yeah. look at the top viewed videos on on YouTube. Uh, are, are, is, is just senseless drivel. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a cat video. Uh, the video of uh, the cat playing chopsticks. Uh, it's got like twenty something million views. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like listen, I watch I watch YouTubers that go out into the forest and just. Don't say anything and just saw on logs and start fires and cook shit. That's it. They don't say shit. This is all they do. They get yeah. thousands of views. They don't say anything. They're not talking to you. But are you learning something? If you watch the dude long enough, you learn it like, oh, maybe I'll take my ass out in the woods and do that shit. You know what I mean? But 
There's so a second. answer um our steam lady oh, yeah, yeah. and uh question because you said if uh only fans prost is prostitution and so is YouTube. I would I would say with the caveat of only if you are uh you know, using using an avatar with an exposed side boob to fleece boobs <laughs> out of a couple of hours. I would, I would say, yeah, then, yeah, yeah that's right. Niggas tricking on the side boob. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so YouTube. But I can, I can, I can see, I can see how you say it. Me personally, you know, OnlyFans, it wasn't originally for that. It was for artists or it was for people that had fans to give them exclusive content that they can pay for in real time. Well, you know, that's where the porn holes, you know, yeah. when they get when when the industry chews them up, spits them out. So we 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 ain't making no more videos with you. And then uh, yeah, he's like, well, I'm on OnlyFans now. <laughs> yeah, like but but, but, but 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 think about it like this, right? If if I say these words to you, right? If I say Patreon, what you think? Content creator, um, you know, right? But if I say, yeah, I got OnlyFans, nigga, why you got OnlyFans? You up here selling dick or something? What are you doing? Like, did, did you see the perception of something? Yeah, the, and the, is there the OnlyFans got taken over? Yes, know, kind yeah. of by, by the. You know the the homemakers community and shit. You know, yeah, and, and and exactly right. So, did it is only was OnlyFans originally about that? Is is there a maybe a, a section of OnlyFans? Yes, but was always reported that when someone has OnlyFans, it's always about they showing they showing they ass and shit because that's what generates the most revenue on OnlyFans. You know, let's just be honest. That's what that's what it that's what generates. So it's the perception. Now, is that is that is that good for other people that are on the platform? No, that's not because is it fair to them? No, it's not. Because they were probably there beforehand. That's just who's got it. The men begged me to stop. That's what they exactly. Yo, we, no, let me stop, man. You, yeah, but, 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 Bob, yeah. you know why they come on, Bob. We were talking about before, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you got you got this derelict Negro male running around here, you know, talking about oh man, black women and, and, and whole culture, like, whole culture is wholly propped up by men, like, yeah, that's what it is. If, if, if it for men. <laughs> Maybe take the market for hoes. Yes, yes. Yeah, come on now. Let's, 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 come on. Yeah, it's 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 the it's demand and supply. Yeah, like like Bob, like I would say this, right? Um, um, I would say this, right? Like I know if you do an OnlyFans, you're going to do whatever content that you do on YouTube and however way you do it, right? But most most of the time, most guys, right? Yeah. If they're asking for that, they're doing something else where, you know what I'm saying, it, it is what it is. It's, it's kind of fucked up, but we kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I would say maybe maybe a 50% of those guys that are asking for it. Now, the, the guys that actually follow you, that know what you're about and know what you're going to do, they they just want you to start it because they know that's a money-making platform and you will be heard more. You would, you know, get what you're going to get. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Men beg women to provide. Actually, you know what? If we, if like, literally, right, it has been proven, right? Look at the space. Everybody's complaining about the, um, what's the best way to say it? Um, the, the avatar with an accent, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. That the avatar with the accent came in and started making money. Right, mm -hmm. and the avatar with an accent haven't shown themselves. No one knows who the avatar with the accent is, but the avatar with the accent has made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Right now, we know as men, sooner or later, somebody will have to show themselves. Right, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. so, so, what that means is, is that if you a man has to have real content, right? Mm -hmm. If he's going to step up on YouTube, if a woman has content, right, and she looks presentable, she ain't got to be like super pretty, right? Because there's plenty of female YouTubers that just look average or whatever you look at the looks department, but they have a following, right? So if a woman, a woman and a man going up on a, on a platform where you're showing yourself, a woman will get more of a following. If she has a sunny disposition, if, she, if she's more, what they would say, submissive or acceptable, she will get a bigger audience, men and women alone. So a, a woman is better to present a woman. Now, why are we like this? And you know why we are like this is because of the subversion of men. Men have subverted other men because of how they portray women, right? You're watching the boxing match, right? You're sitting there seeing two men punch each other in the face. And you know what makes you feel some type of way in between rounds with all that blood and the dude I look like rope beat? There's a ring girl walking around the sound with ring cards walking around half naked. Mm -hmm. Right? That's eye candy, right? You go to a car show. You there to watch this wonderful piece of machinery, but you know what makes that piece of machinery looks great? A half-naked female on that piece of machinery. Facts. Laid out on the thing. Facts. Smiling. It is out. You know wait, 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 wait. Dre, let's let I go further. If you look at it, <laughs> you've been hearing enough because y'all guys watch in the back a lot yeah. of things. And we notice their argument is the sex that sells. So what's the best way to push any message? You get a cute chick. Yeah. And that, it always works every time. And a lot of these niggas not learning. You get me? Yeah. At all. That's why they complain say, one woman in this space. You're not getting it, dummy. That's what you want. Well, I'm going to give you, here's, here's, like, here's the thing, right? Like, here's the crazy part, right? Do you notice how all of the really good-looking teachers are usually in elementary school. Yes. And and the further you go in your education, the older and the uglier the teachers start to look. <laughs> hey, but, but but Dre, Dre, let me ask you. <laughs> like I'm just saying. I'm not, <laughs> I could be wrong. I've discovered this, and I didn't notice this because we all were boys and then we were teenagers. Yeah. Have you when the teenagers or the kids that get a little older that touch teenagers, and like you said, sometimes teachers get ugly, but even though it's that same step that these same teachers take advantage and you know, 
Yeah, but so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but the reason, but there's but there's a psychology behind it, right? Mm -hmm. Because a prettier woman will have more control over a class of boys, mm. right? So they're tapping into already at a younger age while you're in school, while you're being subverted as a child, right? Because we all know young boys learn differently from girls. Boys have to, they, they need to be active, right? They Boys yeah. learn from doing. You have to tire out the body so the mind will come under subjection. Mm -hmm. Girls are better at sitting there and taking in information, right? Girls are more, girls mentally mature faster than boys, right? Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, they would always separate the boys from the girls when mm -hmm. they would teach, right? That's why all the way up until I think the 50s and the 60s when they start integrating schools, they didn't, they separated boys and girls. Like the boys would be on one side of the school, the girls would be on the other side. And sometimes in your cities, they still have the school where it's an all-girls high school, and it's an all-boys high school. They're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. you, you get what I'm saying? So now when you have a young boy, he will sit down if the teacher looks good, right? Because mm -hmm. his maternal instinct will go into overdrive. She's pretty. She's a female. That feminine mm -hmm. nature. She gives me that sunny disposition. She has that soft tone, oh, let me listen to her, right? And if I don't listen to her, then the other boys in class will give me an aura of you are attacking what you need to protect. Now, what does this do to the young girls in the class? Now, their hierarchy is whoever's closest to this woman that looks like this woman, they have to, in fact, that girl gets precedent in the class, so they have to follow suit. So they're, it's, they're showing the the social structures of the hierarchy in this whole system. Now, the, the higher you go, the more you've been subverted to sit your ass down in class as a boy, right? Mm -hmm. Then when you get to high school, now the teacher's all old with gray hair or whatever, but now she's your elder, right? So you have to protect the elderly. Women, children, then the elderly. They start to put this in your head while you're in the school system when you're young. Then who spends more time teaching children? It's women. Women carry them for nine months. Men do not imprint themselves on children until the child is actually out of the womb. Women are imprinting themselves on the child up, you know, mm -hmm. when conception is made. And furthermore, right? If the man is out in the field working, the woman teaches the child how society moves and what is the standard by the results of the man uh, mm -hmm. setting the rules of society, and then she then enforces it. So if the man is no longer in the household, which, you know what I'm saying, due to the fact of his inability to challenge the environment, provide and protect his position in the home, then who is the woman going to listen to? The system. A system of men that look at women as pretty much baby factories, mm. right? There's it's not a mistake that single parenthood has been pushed ever since the night since the 60s. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's been a calculated thing. Right. If you have all of these women having these single children by setting it up, that it is not in their best interest to have a male. 
you know, what the general, what the general society of men uh, was stating is, is that uh, they're, they're not strong enough or uh, uh, economically uh, well to do enough to take, take care or manage a family. Uh, you're talking about late 60s, early 70s, you know, just recovering from one war, going right into another one. And so the system had to rapidly condition these women to deal with being a single parent yep. really fast. And that's and that's why you've seen things play out the way that they played out. You know, that's why, you know, when I reexamine uh, feminism and, and though I do have my misgivings about it uh, mm -hmm. at the time for which it was employed, it was absolutely necessary. Yeah. You know, you're, you're talking about uh, name me a period of time where America hasn't been in war, and I'll name you. I'll name you that same period of time in which uh, men were economically un unsustainable. And, and, but I do. But you know what? You know. You know what? There's a funny part about this. You, you notice every time that America is about to go to war, right? Or they go to war, or right? Maybe a couple of years before they go to. War, Right, it's mm -hmm. always brewing that there is a internal civil war that's happening. So a war is started externally to bring the country together, in which you send those disgruntled men to war. Mm -hmm. They are broken, they die out, or they come back to nothing. Mm. You, mm. Dude, you, you notice that, right? Like if. Okay. Wars, are, wars are wars are wars are very you know uh, costly things you know uh, both in you know just, just the monetary side and in human capital exactly it, it, and that's why you know a lot, a lot of people fail to understand that uh, how is it that the World War II vets can can come back and then struggle uh, the way that they struggle well you struggle during the time of peace I mean you just you have your country that just paid for this, this very costly war, mm -hmm. and now you have to rebuild build the economy because the war economy is not a sustainable economy. It's only right. a short burst of economic growth. Uh, and then you, you, you're coming into the 60s where you, you have America's leaders uh, still teetering on the fence of whether or not to enter Vietnam. Yeah. And they know it's going to be a costly thing, both in, in finances and in human capital. And then what happens when the Vietnam vets get back? Well, they come back to, to nothing. They come back to, to peace, but they come back to nothing. Why? Because the economy's declined. They had to pay for this, this expensive war that put people in a in a in a in a uh, in an economic strain in the in the household. And the energy crisis of the seventies too. Yeah. What are veterans? What are veterans doing? They're trying to trying to pour into uh, well, what they know, blue collar jobs, or to what they had when they were in the military. Problem is that by the time we get to the seventies, a lot of these jobs are are being exported and outsourced. It's, they're coming back to nothing, and they're told they're be they're at peace. But uh, matter of fact, there's a good book about. It. It's called The War at Home. Everybody get that book, The, the War at Home. Veterans coming back, they come back to nothing because they're coming back to a, 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 what what America has deemed as peace or what the country has deemed as peace, but it's everything but peaceful because it's still picking up the uh, pieces from the war economy.
Yeah, yeah. And, and not to mention Vietnam was a was a very unpopular war. Yeah, so they so they they didn't even come home to a hero's welcome. Oh well, shit! I'm like, if you think about it, like what? It wasn't called the war until like the the late '80s. It was called a conflict. Yeah, the Vietnam conflict. Yep. They didn't call it an actual. And then what? Veterans didn't actually get anything until like the late '80s, early '90s, really. Actually, the 2000s. Vietnam eventually didn't get until 2000s. To two thousand, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that ain't funny, but wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but see, what it is 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 America's economy is 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 uh you know inter intricately connected to its ability to execute its imperialist agenda. It's a republic. But it's about it's about it's about big business. Well, yeah, I mean, corporations are, are use America's military as a as their muscle to muscle in on new territory and new markets to get to gain a foothold of market share in emerging third world countries who are well, moving into first world status. Well, I've been I've been saying this since, since I came into YouTube. You know, uh, you know, really funny funny story. If you want to know how it all played out, but uh, France was going to recall all of the gold that it. Uh, had had here in stores in America, and it sent all of mm. all of the U.S. dollars that it had on a war vessel uh, while it uh, on its way here. Uh, that's when you have uh, Nixon announcing that we're going off the gold standard, uh, and that boat had to turn around with all of those useless fiat U.S. dollars mm. <laughs> with France in a very angry position at. Because uh, it looked at America as basically stealing its gold, you know. Right. And then <laughs> that, that was the rise of this thing called the exorbitant privilege, which means that uh, I don't I don't have to have anything to 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 print this this dollar out. I'm not to to back it with anything. And then uh, we get to you know Vietnam status. And that's when you really see. That uh, the only thing that's back in the U.S. dollar is the U.S. military. And yeah. So, so if if the U.S. military falls, so does the the U.S. dollar. Right. You've seen the uh, you know the the reduction uh, or the demilitarization of uh, America's foreign assets. I mean, and 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 that puts them in a that puts them in a, a very precarious position as as China moves into military supremacy. We'll put it like, because then there's, there's there's no there's no threat to stop China from calling it to calling in their debt. Then because you know if a country if a country attempts to call in their debt and all America has to do is just blow them off the map, create a pretext <laughs> for, for for invasion and for war yeah, and yeah, just blow them off the map. I'm not so sure now, you know, because you know, because yeah. yeah, you know the Asians are very sneaky. Yeah, right. where you know, uh, yeah, we. American, you know, American intelligence uh, used to report that China only had, you know, one aircraft carrier while they were building six up under, the, you know, up under the American intelligence apparatus's nose. Right. You know, uh, it, it used to report that uh, they only had like a hundred and something destroyers. Well, the majority of its fleet is destroyers and submarines. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and wholly being built right up under uh, the right. American intelligence knows. And, 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 uh, I actually did a, did a did an article about two and a half years ago about um, the, the 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 way asymmetrical warfare was going to play out, 
where mm. they had these self-contained cruise missiles inside of shipping containers that were shipped all the way around the world. In fact, uh, one of the uh, uh, articles uh, talked about how a lot of these shipping containers went to Venezuela. If you remember when Venezuela was going through that thing, and uh, Marco Rubio basically told uh, Maduro that if he didn't play ball, he was going to end up like Gaddafi, right? Right. And, and he had all of these, you know, and he had just ordered all of these uh, Russian self-contained, uh, you know, anti-air missile defense missiles that could be placed in a inside of a shipping container, launched whenever, you know, like on autopilot. And which is why America never did an air bombing or a raid because they don't, uh, uh, the American intelligence says, we don't know where these containers went. We don't even know if they're only in Venezuela, you know. Yeah. It could be virtually anywhere. And, and, here's, the, and here's the other thing. And, and here's the other thing, right? What people don't realize is that, yes, China can do X, Y, Z, such forth, and they have a military, whatever, but here's the problem with China, right? Because China's teetering itself. Right. The reason why you see China yeah. all over the place, especially on the continent of Africa, is because they don't have really any natural resources to feed themselves. Exactly. Mm. Right. So that's why they always in somebody else's waters. They always being disputed. They always fishing in a place they ain't supposed to. They all deficient. They Listen, make, they, they make know, fake food. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they make well, fake food. I'll tell you this that uh, yeah, they make you know, fake food. So, you know, uh, Xi Jinping, or uh, what do you want to call them, uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell you this: he's he's one hell of a shogi player. Oh yeah. Uh, and because uh, you know, you look at the the moves that he's made. Um, you know, when you hear me talk about you know the time when I was on the Horn of Africa, Djibouti Naval Station now belongs to the Chinese. As a strategic corridor, you know, for the Middle East. Now China has at least for the next ninety-nine years. Yeah. Uh, you you have an island in the middle of uh, the Indian Ocean called Diego Garcia. Yeah, they, yeah. America lost that lease. Yeah, Amer America lost that lease, and now it looks it looks like China's probably going to be leasing that for the next ninety-nine years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's now you think true. now you think China you think China's China's uh men or they patriarch could be patriarchy could be doing that if they were sitting there worried about what Chinese women was doing, man. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you this. Even, <laughs> even, when, even when China was going through its its hundred bitch. <laughs> even when China was going through its hundred years, it never made women uh the, the, the target of, of of any kind of uh you know, state backlash. Because uh, right. you got to remember when, when Mao came into power, it was all about organizing and stratifying the males of society. Right. Because he said, we need an army. Mm -hmm. Now, and, okay. and what happened was after he stratified the males and, uh, you know, they, you know, and he naturally selected them to lead the, uh, you know, the People's uh, Communist Party of China. Um, what happens, they just created policies, uh, you know, such as the one-child policy, which, you know, uh, it, it depends on how you look at it, greatly disadvantage uh, 
women or greatly disadvantaged families in general. Mm -hmm. But at the at the same time, gave them one of the most solid, you know, uh, ground invasion forces the world has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And because of that one child policy, what happened was families would typically prefer a male child or prefer to keep a male child because mm-hmm. just because they had a one child policy doesn't mean that abortion was outlawed. Yeah, now, all of this whole time, abortion was completely legal. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, matter of fact, matter of fact, when you matter of fact, if you actually start looking at it. Have have you seen for a time you thought it was weird, but you accept it as reality, where you would see a Chinese girl and she said, these are my parents, and they happen to be white? Hmm. Right? Well, well, yeah, during during the time of, um, you know, during the time Mao comes into power, uh, you have to remember the the remnants of the French were still there, remnants of uh, the the Soviets were still there, remnants of the British, the Americans, uh, the Germans, and mm-hmm. everyone that because they they tried to do the China the same thing they did to Africa, carve it up, and um, you know Mao organized these men to take those prefectures back over. Mm-hmm. The last linchpin was uh, Hong Kong, which he wasn't able to do in his lifetime. But eventually, I think it was, what, 1997, 1998, they, yeah. they were able to get it back from the Brits. Yeah. Yeah. And Macau. Hong oh, Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong, Macau, and uh, Taiwan. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think America had Taiwan, right? Yeah, America's been... Uh, well, Taiwan's been a been a proxy power of uh, of America for you know since since before the Vietnam War. Yeah. Yep, that's why when when people would see things like you know what I'm saying where where it wasn't unnerving. Remember, when we was growing up, you would <laughs> the bottom of something like some bullshit toy from the dollar store. It would say "Made in Japan" for a while, then it would say "Made in Taiwan," then and "Made in Malaysia." Made in Malaysia, Indonesia, then you got to the point where it just kept saying made in China. That's when you on that timeline, if you remember, recollect things around the time, and then you take history and look at when Mao was actually pushing his agenda, then you can see it through the economic standpoint. But well, his, the thing was, was when he stratified the men, it, it what he did was he made mandatory military service, which was yeah. uh, like the, the hallmark of uh, his reign. Mandatory military service. Every every male child from uh, you know 16 on will serve in the military for yeah. at least three years. No. Um, and and Serene, I want to say this important, that when a lot of dudes in this sector, in this space, when they think say America, you know, we don't have to do that. I mean, military mandatory, and I think it should because think about this: if they made it mandatory in America, you know, we don't have the problems we have right now. Then now with the fitness, because now it's gonna prove right there: if you're not even able to pass the basic fitness at age sixteen, you know, we could do it, but other non-black people or you know. Well, you look at, you, look at them, you know the you know the, the white the white boys having a hard time passing the you know the basic combat fitness exam, 
um, to a point to where you know the you know the the assistant commandant of Marine Corps and then the uh, the three star general of the Army come out basically said that uh, uh, obesity was a uh, national security threat. Now they're not saying that because of niggas. No, <laughs> no, they say that for their own people because they know say if if there's not them that's the head of the military. You know, white males are only forty eight percent of the military now. Yeah. I think it's now. It's down to I think it's like forty-five. Huh? Um, because I, I think it's just really that black women's gonna be now. Yeah, that reports. Yeah, well, reports like that. You're gonna start seeing them around March, April, where um, uh, you see uh, black women now. The majority group of women in the military. You're gonna yeah. see those reports come out um, around March. And that is a shame. That is a shame, man. Yeah, That's it's, a, it's a shame, especially when talking about. Uh, you know, a, a, a black man, you know, criticizing what this black woman doing, and she's the majority female in the military. Yeah, uh, you, can't, you can't tell niggas that you know. Well, you, it, it's it's significant. Well, and the reason why I'm saying that's significant is because mm-hmm. now when you when you're talking about you know upper mobility in the military and command positions that go to uh, females, now there's a greater chance that. You know, it's going to be a black female in a command position, especially if they're more than, than, than half of the the females in the in the military. Mm-hmm. Even even with them being at you know, you know, with females in general being at like you know fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen percent, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the issue is that you know black black males should be at least half, if not more, of the military. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Military, number one. And you can't tell this American Negro to say you gotta bring your black ass in the military, one of the top um positions of power. He said, Oh hell no. But then when your women do it, that's a bad look. Ain't this something? Ain't this something? But anyway, um guys, this is good. Um I like to slowly end it here because the stream has been lengthening enough. Um any last words or to close out on a strong note for those I, I what I'm just saying um I want to know who is this motherfucker with this bison hat on <laughs> every time I look online to look at anything right it's the motherfucker with this bison hat he's taking pictures it's like he the poster child for these damn crazy white folk now, um, you know, my last thoughts is there's an article four dead after pro-Trump, uh, pro-Trump riders stormed the Capitol, one shot dead, and three die of medical emergencies. Mm. They, you know, if they said because of Rona, you know, you know, so they just gonna say medical emergencies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me, man. Great stream. All right. You're welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah, and yeah, good, good, good. Gray, the the head leader of the Gray Regime. Any last remarks or words? I know this is January, and normally this is a time month you go for the fiscal year, but you take a different direction this year. So, any words you want to give to the? Well, I'll say you know, let them have the cesspool. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to do more fun things. You know, what I mean, like. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we're trying to we're trying to live the unbothered lifestyle like mm-hmm. uh i don't need any more graves <laughs> 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 uh, 
Hey, but your name is um Serena Gray. So we got hair, gray hair. You know, it it's a good sign. You know, let's say I've been gone for a lot, son. See these gray hairs. But your name is Gray. So don't worry about the last name. See these gray hairs. This is stress. From the yeah, let's say man, is a salute to the nation. Yeah, keep up the good work. Uh, peace out. All right, all right. That's Serena Gray, people. And I thank everybody for um participating in today's stream. Um, this is gonna be um it's gonna be a very interesting season. I'm not sure what stores for me for season three. Just that I'm gonna do some different things a little bit. Um as you know, this was lengthy. Um most of my podcast is a little short in this, but yes, yes, really. Yeah, um, I'm still gonna experiment certain things. Um to get a different outcome. Oh, how you doing, um, Sir Anthony? What's good? What's good? Oh yeah, that's I appreciate it, appreciate. It. Um, oh, I'd like to thank um Miss Kai for the donation to the stream. Um, I think what I probably might start doing, depending on the donations, I'm probably gonna have to reinvest into this channel. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna try some things to. I guess bring the quality of chaos mind a little better, or it probably is better, but it could be much improved. Nonetheless, you know, you the fans or the people that watch and contribute do make this channel a little more relevant, popping, and you know, interesting. But oh, one last thing, um, I am thinking of and needing some show ideas from the people that do watch the playback. Leave a comment. I'll read it and I'll put note in regards to any ideals. It could be about anything, but you know, like I said, moving forward, um, they're gonna be a split between the uploads. So we expect mostly Mondays will be uploads of shows that I'm trying to catch up on another broadcast. And Friday always is the premieres of anything that I've done for those to listen to. So, you know, be on the lookout for all those and other notifications. When I go I'm live, it's gonna be it's I still haven't figured out a certain day when I go live, but like I said, if you hit the subscribe button, hit the top bell, you know when I go live. So you know, most conversations are gonna get more interesting or more fun. But like always, tune in. You know, that's the best answer I can give those. The best is yet to come. So I'm gonna play this for y'all walking out the doors.
Ridiculous! Ridiculous!